Yo, what up? It's Kid Cash, and you're listening to the WNS Podcast. You're listening to the official Wrestling News Source Podcast. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com or check us out on Facebook by searching WrestlingNewsSource.com or WNS Podcast. You can also find us on YouTube, Twitter, Stitcher, and iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast or WNS Podcast. Now being broadcast in over 45 different countries, here are your hosts, Daniel Heron, Tyler Bear, and Doug. That's right. What's up, everyone? I am Daniel Heron. I'm Tyler Abrick. I'm Doug. And we welcome you to episode 173 of the official podcast for WrestlingNewsSource.com. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com. Check us out on Facebook, WrestlingNewsSource.com. You can find us on Facebook, WNS Podcast, on YouTube, WNS Video, and on iTunes, Wrestling News Source Podcast. Find us on Beyond Pod, uh, Stitcher, and Player.fm by searching uh, Wrestling News Source Podcast. Uh, the main site is on Twitter at WNSource. We are at WNS Podcast. Uh, Daniel's at WNS underscore Daniel. Tyler's at Tyler underscore Aber. There you go. And we actually uh, recently added a new one for all of the... We um, we or well, they we? I added one for WNS. Uh, WNS underscore Indy. I-N-D-Y. Is that you? It is. You misspelled it. Huh? You misspelled it. In- misspelled what? Indy. Indy? Oh, well. I-N-D-Y is like... Short for Indianapolis or like Indy Car Driver. Yeah. Indy for Independent is INDIE. Okay. Oh well. They can deal with it. I'm so. just saying. Yeah. I'm blowing up your spot. Okay. Hey, well, Ben spelled independent instead independent. of independent. A N T, not E N T. So there's just all kind of misspellings going on around here. But, you know, welcome to the show. Got you a lot know. to talk about. You know. I'm not going to. You know, go back on you with that, with, with that, I guess. Happy birthday, Doug! Yay! What do you mean, go back on me? Huh? What do you mean, go back on me? Oh, I, uh, I don't know. <laughs> I'm confused. It's your birthday, birthday boy. I was just pointing out, would mm-hmm. you not, would you rather not know? I don't know. I'm fine either way, knowing or not knowing. It is what it is. But thank you for, for at least letting me know. So, how you doing? I'm all right. Yeah? Yeah. Having a good birthday? Solid. Yeah? Probably had to work, which kind of sucks. I was say, yeah, middle of a work week, so. Yeah. Mm. That's never fun. But you did get to go to, go to a restaurant that you enjoyed for, for podcast family dinner. You got some cupcakes as well. Or yeah. a cupcake, I should say. Yep. That so, was good. Yeah? Good cupcake. Thank you for the cupcake. Hey, no problem. Thanks for the company at dinner. Yeah. Gentlemen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Mm. So welcome to the show. Tyler, how you doing? You All right. Hanging out over there? Yeah. How was your cupcake? Um, I didn't have one because yeah. I didn't want one. Sure you didn't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I was too full and I'm sure. still content right now. Yeah. I do not want to. Uh, now. <laughs> yeah. I'm done for eating for the night. Yeah. Yes. We'll see about that. Okay. Okay. So welcome to the show. Got a lot to talk about. We're going to dive into some of your feedback, talk about Raw, give you our uh, predictions for... Extreme Rules, got some uh, hot topics, Total Divas, Legends House, Q&A. That's a lot to talk about, so uh, I guess we'll kick things off. Going on into our feedback, first one's coming to us from Steven from YouTube saying, Hey guys, shouting out from Dallas. Love the show. This is the second podcast of yours I've started listening to as of this week. I'm excited with the return of Evolution and Evolution versus Shield. It will be awesome. So thank you very much for listening. We certainly appreciate it. Yeah. Really cool to know someone, fellow Texans listening in. Yeah, that's really cool, man. So... 
That's one. That's one of the odd things about our show. It's like we we reach such a wide span of people all over the world that you know we hardly hear from the local people. Well, the local people that we know mm-hmm. or like we they don't listen. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I mean no, no, we do. I mean, shout out to Ryan. Yeah, you know, Ryan listens. You Ryan know? listens. What's up, Ryan? Yeah. So, I mean, but it's cool that you know someone from Dallas though. Mm-hmm. And if you happen to be listening from Texas, what's up? Hope you're yeah. enjoying the show. And thank you for commenting. Uh, next one's coming to us from Stings Like Ali, saying, Hey guys, I'm going to a WWE event on the 4th of July, 2014, when WWE comes to Windsor, Ontario, Canada. I'm so pumped. Cool, man. Yeah, let us know how that yeah. is. All the Let us know your experience. Live events are always really fun to yeah. go to, so... Uh, so definitely enjoy that. Have fun, Ali. Next one's coming to us from Johannes, saying, I've been away for a while, but now I am back. After a chat with Seth, I can finally understand the real meaning of wrestling again. My passion for the WWE is back. Hashtag, the future is Kali. Hey, man. All <laughs> right. Uh, they're on the same page. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah? You happy about that? I guess. <laughs> Hey, did y'all get an invitation uh, from Seth Rickson to join the Heath Slater, yes. WWE Heath Slater? And I page? instantly declined it. <laughs> <laughs> did you say bitch? No. Oh, I thought you did. Okay, if you want me to I say bitch. You, I thought you said, uh, you know, did you get an invite to he- uh, to like Heath Slater's page, bitch? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. Did you get an, a, a similar invite, Doug? Yeah? Of course I did. <laughs> okay, well, what are your thoughts about uh, Johannes... Saying the future is Kali. I think that's wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> well, y'all have fun hashtagging with Kali. Y'all enjoy that. Uh, next bit is coming to us from Christine saying, uh, I will keep this short. Awesome show as always, guys. I look forward to the answer of my question, Doug. Uh, I'm not much of a debater, and I hope I got my point across. I don't see them as heels or faces. I just see, th- see them as wrestlers. Either I like them or I don't. Hashtag great dick. Hashtag put the banana where? <laughs> wow. <laughs> that was a great dick. Tyler's got that great dick. <laughs> I'm a B plus. B plus. P- B plus. <laughs> B plus penis. I want to get that checked out. You got a, a plus penis. <laughs> I got a B plus penis. <laughs> it's a whole different set of problems. <laughs> I kind of don't feel like, uh, I feel, don't feel like very ranty today. So I mean, no? just like, maybe we'll come, Christine will table it for one more week. Well, I promise. It's I his birthday. Forget. I won't forget. I just don't, like, I don't feel like I'm on the level to, to give you like this long winded response. And it is a very long winded response. Okay. But I will, I will. I just don't, today doesn't feel like the day to, that I, I don't feel like I can articulate myself <laughs> today. All right. Today's a happy day for Doug. It's his birthday. Well, I'm not. So. No, I'm not. It wouldn't be like a, I'm mad or anything. It's mm-hmm. just like I feel like a, I have a lot to say about it, and I don't feel like uh, today is the day that I could cover the the points that I, like I would that I would feel like I would want to. Okay. So next week for sure. For sure. For sure. Uh, why not? Even if I feel like shit next week, then I'll say it anyway. All right. All right. It won't be worth the wait or your or the time. So don't expect it to be awesome or anything. I just <laughs> today didn't feel like the day. Okay. Uh, final bit of feedback we have is from our good buddy John David Guerra saying, "Don't worry, Tyler, we are friends." Yay! Yay! Tyler has a friend. His fingers are crossed. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler has a friend. Tyler has a friend. So, uh, uh, how many people watched that clip? 
<laughs> yeah, that's a good question. Um, yeah, we we do have a we do have some feedback that also pertains, and uh, a little bit later on in the show because it rolls into a question as well. So uh, if you didn't hear it right away, uh, we might have it at the Q and A. And I did uh, I did respond to a few of the few of the listeners um, over the course of the week on our on our Stitcher page and YouTube as well. So uh, you know, trying to cut back a little bit of the feedback so we can sort of dive right into dive right into raw. Maybe it was just that one week where we had like excessive amount. Yeah, because I don't I don't necessarily like. I sort of like that we have a buffer before we go into Raw, but mm-hmm. I just don't feel like it needs to be like 30 minutes, or you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, like this week we have a lot of, of, of questions. Um, you know, so... Uh, That's cool. Like, I don't want to cut anybody out. I'm just saying... Yeah. So, uh, so good stuff. But we do dive on into the uh, the go-home show for Sorry, Raw. Sorry, Christine. Next week, for sure. For sure. Uh, the go-home show before Extreme Rules taking place this Sunday. Uh, you know... Uh, it was an odd show, I would think. But we kicked things off with uh, John Cena coming to the ring, being inside the steel cage, basically questioning why. Why did he deserve the, you know, overwhelming results of the uh, of the poll from the previous week where he faced all three of the members of the Wyatt family? You know, he, he didn't understand why they would do that, why the fans would turn on him like that. And, the, you know, a good portion of the fans chanted, you suck, but, you know. He seemed uh, kind of betrayed, almost. Um, not those kids that would not betray him. Hmm. Well, those kids, but not the, yeah. not those. Okay, there's there's two different kids. There's two. There's, there's ones two with kids? the masks and the ones that are not with the masks. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, you know, he seen his cut off, um, and uh, children start singing. He's got the whole world in his hands, and then. Bray Wyatt comes down, and there's just this huge choir, these, a bunch of kids all singing, all wearing the black robes or whatever. They're all singing. He's got cult. the whole world. Yeah, pretty much. He's got the little cult following. And, um, you know, they surround the, the cage while singing, and Wyatt's laughing away, singing, you know, we got the C-Nation in his hands, and uh, Cena seeming very distraught by that. He got to the children. Well, I guess oh. that's good, I guess, because it's known that, well, his, well, not his fans, most of his fans, but there's people that, like, older people that like him, but, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of the kids, you know. A good majority is the yeah. younger generation. But I don't know where they got these kids. They, it was a, yeah. I know, I know, I was checking. They found them. They found them. They found them lost in the woods. So, Doug, what do you think about this opening segment? I thought it was pretty cool. Um. I enjoyed seeing his mic work a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was definitely a cool visual. Um, I don't know. Like I thought originally, I thought it was like Ace. I guess there was one kid who seemed to be like the loudest, and I originally thought it was just one person. So I was like, I wonder, is this? Gonna, my initial thought was, is this the sister Abigail? They're gonna like bring a girl out to be sister Abigail, right? Because I could only like hear one distinct voice, and that's all I picked up on. It wasn't until they turned the lights on. I realized it was actually a crowd of children. Yeah. Well, I think uh, when when Cena first came out, I did notice that they had like a little microphone um, just to the side of the entrance ramp. Mm-hmm. You know, like how they have they have the stage and the ramp going down, and right there to the side there was a microphone, um, which they could have used, uh, and then they probably grabbed it and took it with them, so that you know <clears throat> you could hear the kids singing. But yeah, sure. 
yeah but um it was a great visual uh i like seeing his mic work uh it was real creepy just having kids on his lap and (laughs) they were holding the kids hands like as they were walking down Mm -hmm. and stuff and it was um these kids are gonna kill you (laughs) yeah i mean i I mean honestly i thought it was creative and like a pretty cool thing i mean Mm -hmm. how do you guys feel about i guess the uh i guess a lot of times we have these um gimmick pay-per-views where we're gonna have a card of matches that have a bunch of gimmicks on it or mm-hmm. or we have these every year or once every every time about every time this year can't speak sorry <laughs> about this time every year we have like this pay-per-view where we know we're getting these types of matches right. and not uh, feels like they tried to um sort of give a metaphor for the angle where a metaphor for the match where they felt like see the reason they're fighting in the cage sheena explained it as he's trying to contain mm-hmm. why it's uh did you think that was like too on the nose? Or are you happy with that? Do you think it's it works or? Um, I, I felt I at least appreciate the effort to like give meaning to the match. Yeah, um, it, it does feel like it could be a little too on the nose, like a little too. It was a little too hokey. It's like, okay, if he gets out of the cage, then he's free to do whatever he wants. Is that what they're trying to say? It's like I have to keep him from escaping the cage. Like he can never leave this cage ever again. Otherwise, his message will. Get out. Well, it's more metaphor, but yeah. I just feel like if he obviously if Bray stays in the cage, Cena escapes, he wins. Therefore, he's like quarantining. Mm-hmm. You know why? In a sense, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. At least I think I appreciated the effort to give. Uh, yeah. Some context and some meaning to why they're actually having a cage match because they're only like, what two. Two matches in their feud at this point and. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It feels early for a cage match. Even the most heated, like, blood feud, it feels like the second match in is a little too early for, like, a cage match. Right. But at least I guess they're trying. But it, all, all in all, I thought it was cool. Good mic work and uh, a cool visual. So. I think just one of the bad things is, like, you know, they're doing so many pay-per-view events throughout the year that it a lot of the feuds lose their, their value, their meaning, you know, because it's like, oh, well, we've got the hokey uh, pay-per-view theme coming up. You know, so they have to have this kind of matchup, and I don't know. I just don't. I don't really like it. I think uh, now that they're doing like these special events or pay-per-views on the network, I feel like they could maybe cut out maybe two or three of them per year. Mm-hmm. You know, because you know they're not going to be getting as much money with the with the news about you know Directv and all of them dropping it. So, you know, make them make them more important. Space them out a little bit, but um. It bothers me less that we don't. It doesn't seem like we have a card full of them. Mm-hmm. Feels like we just have the cage match. Uh, are there any other stipulations? In oh, there's a extreme rules match. There's the triple threat match. Um, well, triple threat isn't. It's just three participants. It's not necessarily like. But it's a, no disqualification. Is it? No, is it officially no DQ? Well, I, I mean, that's, I that's that. just how the triple threat matches work nowadays. They can get away with whatever they want. Well, I mean that's different in practice than in theory i mean like they can they either say that it's no dq or it's not i mean having an extra participant doesn't necessarily mean it's no dq i mean they could allow it to be that way i'm just saying i did i'm if i'm saying is if that was stated i missed them saying that i mean it wasn't it wasn't stated but <clears throat> they've sort of taken the liberty in recent years that if there's a triple threat match then it's whatever whatever goes i mean take the uh the wrestlemania match between batista and orton throwing them throwing Brian through the table and stuff like that. You know, that's, that's sort of just a, you know, oh, we can't disqualify one guy because then we'll have two winners or I don't know. 
But um, well, they they always sort of use the table in a gray area as if it's like part of the playing field. It's almost mm-hmm. like it's almost as if they accept it as it's fair game because it's part of the field. Like it's not like he picked up the table. And, it's kind of like the steel <clears throat> steps. You can throw them into the steps, but if you pick up right. the steps and hit them with it, that's a disqualification. Which really doesn't really doesn't make any sense, but it seems <laughs> to be the way they justify it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I guess like I I don't know. I I think they could. <clears throat> do fine just like renaming the pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know. Gimmick. Gimmick. The latest WWE pay-per-view. I, know, I feel so passe to like complain about this. I feel like we do it about every three months when we have another <laughs> one. Every time we get Hell in a Cell, Extreme Rules, uh, Money in the Bank, maybe? Elimination Chamber. Elimination Chamber, <clears throat> TLC. I'm pretty accepting of Money in the Bank, though. Yeah. <clears throat> At least, you know, Money in the Bank has... More I important view, meaning. I view Money in the Bank on um, a similar status as like the Rumble. Mm-hmm. So I mean, yes, it's a gimmick match, but it's like sort of a way to progress a guy. Yeah. So, but anywho, so uh, back over to Raw. Just a creepy, uh, creepy opening. A lot of uh, a I thought, lot of I mean, fans. What did you think? Did you like it? I mean, I, I liked it. You know, I was watching. I was <clears> like, man, they're you know they're they are definitely trying to portray the creepy villain you know mm-hmm. um with the you know i liked it because he had the kids that sounds weird but uh <laughs> well i mean it's a nice touch because yeah. you know you know a, a child singing can be you know really beautiful or insanely creepy yeah. you know depending on the situation so uh to have all those kids and you know wearing the wearing the sheep mask and having the the black robe Definitely added to the the creepy. The factor. kid that was sitting on his lap is his son. <laughs> I mean, it could be. You never know. I don't know how old his his son is. Um, but yeah, really, uh, it was good stuff. It was a good way to open the show. Um, and that takes us into the uh, the first matchup, tag team championship match. The Usos going up against Rye Baxel. Um, I thought this was a good opening matchup. Um, you know, they they told the story with uh. Who was it, Jimmy, who was selling the uh, the leg injury? I thought it was a legit injury. At first, I did too. Um, he looked once he um, once he like got back into the match. He looked very tentative, like very tender, like he didn't want to put any weight on it. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard people complaining about a selling, but I bought it hook, line, and sinker. Yeah. So I didn't have a problem with the selling. I mean, it may very well, he may have just tweaked it or something. Um, you know, there hadn't been any official reports coming out. Saying that he had in fact injured himself, but uh, you know, if that was the uh, if it was all storyline, then he did a really good job of selling it. Um, but the uh, the Usos end up getting the getting the victory. It kind of seemed like uh, you know Rybaxel might pick up the victory here. I thought they were I thought they were stalling and trying. I, I thought the match came off weird. It felt like he I thought he legitimately injured himself mm-hmm. and they were trying to work out a finish like on the fly. Mm-hmm. And that's how it felt like oddly paced and oddly structured. Yeah. And so that's what I thought happened, but I guess I, was, I agree. I felt like something was weird. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it was, you know, like I said, it was still a, a, a strong matchup to start because they did like mm-hmm. two, like they did like two back to back, like get heat on the Uso segments, but felt weird after him coming in with an injured leg. Yeah, I don't know. I find it odd that they they gave him the title shot on Raw too, and not the pay per view. I guess because uh, that was for the belts. Yeah. So I guess move on to the next. No tag title match of the pay per view, or 
Uh, not at the moment, I guess. But, uh, you know, unless they announce something on SmackDown. But um, who knows? Bump the wheel see or that's the pre-show. Bump it to the main. <laughs> bump it to the main card. Yeah. Put the tag match. It, do you guys think, get the impression that that's just a cute name that they picked out, or they're actually gonna have a TLC between those guys? See, that's what I that's what I want to <clears> know. Um, you know, like normally in a TLC matchup, um, you know they have to climb the ladder in order to win and reach something. So what is that gonna? You know, what are they gonna do? Like, I'm probably leaning to where it's just a cute name they came up with. Yeah. That's a big bump for like a for a little person, you know. Yeah. Um one thing one thing that I thought of as far as the matchup, you know, like I said they they do climb a ladder and have to retrieve something. So what I'm thinking they might do is uh, you know, the winner has to climb the ladder and retrieve a contract that'll give their side uh, you know, a tag team championship match either on the pay-per-view or, you know, in the near future. And uh, and that could be something for them to to fight for, I guess, in this we LC match. Yeah, sure, yeah, that makes sense. So, uh, <coughs> but we'll find are out. You lean, are you are you personally are you leaning towards cute name or they're actually gonna have a TLC? Uh, I mean, you don't have to agree that it's clever, but do you think they were being cutesy with the name? Or I think they were being cutesy, and then they're like, "Well, we could probably pull this off." Like, yeah, both. So, uh, so I think they're gonna they're gonna do that, but um, but yeah. But we'll dive on into that a little bit later. Um, but Usos do end up getting the victory, which brings us into the uh, the next matchup. Uh, Sheamus going up against Titus O'Neil, and before the matchup can even get started, Titus O'Neil jumps Sheamus from behind and just kind of just starts wailing into him. I mean, hitting him hard and all kinds of stuff. The ref was, you know, trying to get Titus O'Neil back to to check on O'Neil. It's the real deal. The real deal. And. Um, you know, Matt starts and Sheamus ends up just giving him a bro kick and getting the pin. So, yeah. um, you know, you kind of felt like this was Titus' uh, time to shine or time to step up. But uh, they gave Sheamus the victory. Tell you what, in WWE 2K14, mm-hmm. he's the real deal. Yeah? Yeah, he's the man. I made yeah. him the man. He's a champion? Game. Well, he just lost the belt, but he'll Who'd regain he it. He? he lost to Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know what's so cool? <clears throat> With the taunt, you can hear him go, hur, 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 hur. you can hear him when he says it. That's <laughs> yeah, really cool. Nice. It's, not, it's not so, it's not that, that he lost, it's the manner in which he lost. Yeah. It was nice to see him like come out aggressively, mm-hmm. but it's all for nothing if you're going to beat him off of a, like 30 seconds in with a bird kick. Yeah. It means yeah. nothing. It's like, well, that was fun. So what was the point <laughs> of even, I don't know. No point. There was no point. You could make him look strong in a competitive match mm-hmm. with him like being aggressive, but if you beat him in 30 seconds, it doesn't matter what he did before that. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but yeah, the Sheamus does end up getting the victory despite the cheap attack. Um, next up, we got to see Dolph Ziggler come out, bring out Hugh Jackman, who was happy to be there, and then he was interrupted by Magneto Sandow. Um, I don't know. I felt like this. I, had, I I felt like it kind of fell flat. They were trying for the forced humor, and it just didn't really work I out. Chuckled out parts of it, though. Yeah, it's kind of like, man, how far has Sandow fallen? Like he's no longer the intellectual guy. He's the. I kind of felt like it was drug, drug on for a little bit, but I did mm-hmm. like the the end part where. It, the that or what he uh Hugh Jackman was uh 
he had the microphone. He's like, uh, Sandow was like, I got magnetic powers and all that mm-hmm. stuff. I thought that was funny. And he just threw it at him. Uh, Doug, what do you think? Uh, I really didn't mind this. I did chuckle a few times. Um, if they insist upon doing these sorts of things, like, obviously, it, this plays to my particular interest, so I don't have as big of a problem with it, like, uh, because I like X-Men. So, of course, I think it's cool. But, I mean, like, as a rule, all they did is make their own guys look like geeks compared yeah. to this other guy. I mean, what does it say for... Uh, Sandow. Uh, what does it say for Dolph Ziggler? I mean, he was just like, oh, yeah, you you punched me real good last time. You knocked me out, but that's okay. I mean, do you think Triple <laughs> A? Do you think Triple H would be like, hey, 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 last, yeah, last time you're here, you knocked me out. You kicked me in the nuts. That's all right, dude. Do you think Stone Cold or The Rock would uh, act that way? Mm-hmm. I mean, that probably says they don't ever see Ziggler in that light. I mean, mm-hmm. like, not only, I mean, Sandow looked like a geek. I mean, I, I, I thought Sandow came off of looking better than Ziggler because I, like, thought he had some nice... Uh, impromptu like stuff where they were good quiz. where like the crowd was sitting in the chain and knocking him out and he's like don't tell me what to do or whatever. <laughs> like i thought that was good th- silence yeah and um i thought sandow came off looking better than ziggler ziggler just kind of looked like a dork mm-hmm. i mean because they were just like oh yeah hey you knocked me out it's all good though bro whatever you know? <laughs> bury the hatchet yeah that's cool because i still get the chicks right i mean it's, it was weird yeah, right? what jbl with the asteroid is yeah i mean i don't believe i don't buy for a second that <laughs> He he knows what Asteroid M is or Quicksilver or <laughs> yeah. Scarlet Witch for yeah. that matter. Yeah, I agree. But I mean, I, 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 if they're gonna do this sorts of stuff, obviously yes. Please give me X Men. Go ahead, give me Spider Man. Give me anything else other than you know the normal shit that we get because that you think that well, caters to me specifically. But I mean, all you're doing is making your your own dudes look like dorks. Yeah. I don't think they would do something like this, but I know, I guess, after Tista's done with this, he's going to go do stuff for Guardians of the Galaxy. You think he'll come back for, like, a night with, like, some of his cast members or whatever? I think he's done after the pay-per-view for a while, and I don't know. I'm sure, I think it's... He'll uh, be back in time for SummerSlam to get a good paycheck. Well, I mean, like, I mean, August, maybe just come August by. 1st is the, is the release date, so... Like, they'll do something with WWE. I don't know, just, like, for a night or something, you know, with the... I don't know. I don't know. Did... Did the uh, Sandow's costume look... You know how they have those new hoodie costumes where they, like, zip... Is that what he was wearing? Or did it look like something they it made up? It looked a little different. Something they made up. That's what it looked like to me, though. It had a zipper and everything, so I thought it was like... You know how they do all this now, where they're like the hoodies that... Yeah. Yeah. That's what it sort of looked like. I guess it was a little bit fancier, though. <laughs> I mean, you get- I don't have a problem with Hugh Jackman. I specifically don't have a problem with Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. Mm-hmm. Just, I don't know. They could have used him a different way. and. I, honestly, I don't think that you can. I think that if you insist upon like doing something like this... You have to make the people that come in look good, or why would they bother? Or, right. You know what I mean. So I don't think that is a win-win situation for them. I guess they prioritize it as whatever media, uh, exposure they're going to get off of this is worth making their own dudes look like geeks. Which, I mean, I guess Ziggler and Sandow have been looking like geeks for like <laughs> for like a year now. I mean, so what's the? I guess I don't really know why we're complaining about it. But <laughs> I mean, laugh, but have uh, they? No, I'm laughing because I just came to the realization. And- they have been doing this for like the, for like a year. Right. They had their like Tennessee brawl or whatever, or they had to use the drums and and that was Seamus too, Seamus and Sandow. So I mean, you could complain about them looking like geeks, but they've been looking like geeks for a long time. Yep. It's been going downhill for these guys, but uh, but yeah, I mean, it was whatever. They showed a clip from the movie, which is cool. I mean, give me that over whoever the fuck else they're gonna bring out. Right. So uh, that takes us in the next matchup 
uh, Cesaro going up against Swagger. Um, really short matchup. This one ended um, after Paul Heyman was uh, pulling on Coulter's uh, mustache, reached around and grabbed him and had an odd finish. Um, and His entrance music's still not doing it for me. Yeah, I, I mean, I knew people's like, give it time. I don't know. I just don't like, uh, like the first part, that siren's cool. But the air raid, yeah, yeah, the air raid's cool. But the you know it sounds like an industrial rock. What does it also go with what he? I feel like what he wears. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's a mismatch. But um, Doug, how about you? Uh, For the uh, theme. Oh, the theme. Yeah, the theme doesn't grab me. I suppose that it could grow in me, but I doubt it. Um, <laughs> if they played enough times. Yeah, it's sort of weird. Like the di- the dynamic of this feud is super weird because it's like. In sometimes it's almost as if Zeb is the baby face in this and, mm-hmm. and Swagger is the baby face in this, which is not, I don't think, how they should play it. I, I mean, I guess you can't really baby face um, Cesaro either, but that's the the dynamic. If you're going to break a team, it's it's odd to not baby face one of the guys. Yeah. So they're going to, by default, make one guy look more like the baby face whenever they're feuding with each other so it's just weird like they should have clearly defined like one of the guys and yeah. then blown it off before it's even weirder that they're going to do like a triple threat because tradition <laughs> traditionally you want the baby face to have the odds against him in the triple threat which he does yeah but it's also odd because the the other two people are feuding with each other and yeah. one of them is by the def- by de facto more of a baby face than that so it's almost like it isn't <laughs> It's know. it's an it's very off, odd. Yeah, it's an odd feud just because like like they're doing the two hills situation. Yeah, yeah, very strange. <laughs> it's the norm for these and days. And it's one of those things where like you know Cesaro was the more popular of the two, <clears throat> so they split up. Fans got behind Cesaro. Cesaro tries to maintain his heel status, but still you know playing to the crowd, saying, "Oh, y'all want to see the swing? Yeah, let's do the swing." You know, and then Swagger will break it up so the fans hate Swagger, but then, you know, Cesaro still does heelish things. And the people just, still say, We the people when Jack Swagger. Yeah, do and it, it's so. just, I don't, yeah, it's, it's, They did it when he was standing over Cesaro, too. Mm hmm. Yeah. It's real odd. I don't know. Like, uh, like, in my opinion, there is never, there should not be a situation in which you should, would be sympathetic to Zeb Coulter. And there have been a few situations where he, there has been, uh, where he's come out sympathetic in mm-hmm. within that feud, which uh, I don't think should happen. I don't know. Yeah, and uh, it's not a it's not a guy you you can't spin him in a babyface light. And even uh, you know backstage, they had uh, you know Coulter approach RVD saying, "Hey, <laughs> you don't like Heyman. We don't like Heyman. How about we join forces and How about we work and together. work together in America?" Together. But uh, you know RVD turned them down, which you know is sort of. It's it's such an odd feud that's going on, you know. It's just ah, it's so weird. I mean, so it makes sense for me for RVD mm-hmm. to turn them down. I think that makes yeah. sense. I just don't the dynamic of them feuding with each other and then introducing him into the feud. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what's weird. Well, also weird. Like I mean, it's still weird to do that, but like a week before or the week yeah. of. I mean, it's Paul Heyman guy versus Paul <clears throat> Heyman. Guy, and then it's Cesaro versus Swagger. Like, that's the only thing. Ex Paul Hammond guy. Ex Paul Hammond guy. Which is Paul Hammond guy. Former. Yeah, former. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, really crazy stuff. But uh, backstage, um, 
but Cesaro did end up getting the victory. And then backstage, Renee Young trying to talk to Cena, and you know, Cena has absolutely nothing to say. And you know, I like this because it, it's showing that he's he's gotten shaken up. You know, he's like, oh man, you know, I. I Cena doesn't have the whole world in his hands. He doesn't. Um, but you know, it. I'm, I I like that they did that. Um, you know, just because it shows concern on his part. Um, how about you guys? Yeah, I agree. I mean, that's what it needed. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that takes us into the next matchup: Alberto Del Rio going up against Cody Rhodes. Um, Del Rio gets the victory, and Cody gets upset and throws Gold Dust off. Again, so back off, bro. Yeah, so it looks like they're doing, you know, potential Cody heel turn and by losing over and over <clears throat> again. So he's getting frustrated, and I don't know. I don't. I don't like that. Um, I guess they were gonna do it somehow, or like eventually Cody versus Goldust. Yeah, I just I don't know about that. How about you, how about you, Doug? I honestly I don't have much to say about this. Yeah. No real interest. Uh, not really. I mean, I just don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't see it in Cody. I don't think he's the top guy. Yeah. I just don't. I feel like Cody works better a little bit as a heel, but I think he was at his best whenever he had the mask on, you know, and he had to put bags over everyone's head and stuff like that. Um, who knows? But yeah, I mean, literally the only two times that I've uh, had any like positive reaction to Cody Rhodes was when he was doing the mask thing that you were just now speaking of, and when he got fired like over his like getting married and whatever, and then mm-hmm. he was like, hey, you know what, fuck you, I'm gonna fight or whatever, and like yeah. he work they work well as a tag team, mm-hmm. but I mean I feel like Goldust is sort of leading him through it. Like I don't, I mean just flat out Goldust is the better guy, and the they're trying to make Cody off of them, but yeah. I don't know. I don't think he has been. I don't know. No, he doesn't have that higher levels. I mean, he's just a mid-card guy. Yeah. Tough, tough, tough road or whatever. Them's the breaks. Them's the breaks, yep. So uh, that takes us into the next matchup. Alexander Rusev going up against Xavier Woods. This matchup ends up in disqualification after R-Truth attacks Rusev. Um, I'm not getting behind Rusev. Yeah. I'm more behind Lana. I mean, I Jeez. like the the presence when he comes out, though. You wish yeah. you were mine. <laughs> that ass. <laughs> She's a good looking gal, um, but yeah, I mean, uh, Rusev is just a wall. You know, he's an emotionless guy, and he just goes out there to just beat someone up. And you know, I mean, I guess that's what his character plays into. But I mean, I do like the part, like how Lana like controls him, like hey, mm-hmm. do this. I like that. Rusev, crash. So, um, I don't know. How about you, Doug? Oh, this was absolute dog shit. I mean, yeah. I mean, what the fuck happened here? Like, Xavier was get, about to get beat, <laughs> and then Truth just runs in and stops him from getting beaten. It's not like Rusev had the hold on excessively after the count. Like, they didn't even finish the match. Like, mm-hmm. he didn't tap or submit. He broke up the, the fall. Which is stupid because they're supposed to be the baby faces. Yep. Then after He's the fact, protecting his buddy. No, you can if he excessive <laughs> if he kept it on after the ref called the match, mm-hmm. then you can come in and break it up. But you you 
interfered in the match straight up, and then they double teamed them as baby faces after the match, and then <laughs> Xavier, which is exactly what baby faces are supposed to do. And then Xavier do. Woods was like, "Come on, Rusev, I want to fight you." I was like, "No, you don't. You're just if you He's wanted to fight him, come on, if you wanted to fight him, why'd you have your buddy break the match? You were fighting him. No, you don't. And then they're gonna have a under control. And then they're gonna have a handicap match at the the pay per view. What mm-hmm. the fu- as baby faces with the advantage? What the fuck is that? That's total horseshit. Who the fuck thought that was a good idea? But that's what baby faces do, man. They gang up on the on the bigger guys. Baby faces overcome the odds and fight from underneath. They don't fucking that's like, what they're trying to do. They've both gotten beat by Rusev. The power of Rusev is too strong. Then as then they need to acknowledge that they're not the better man and move but on. But they're not gonna give them any mic time. This this feud has been built on two minute matches with no talking whatsoever. <laughs> Fuck whoever booked this. Fuck whoever booked this. It all stemmed from NXT, where Rusev attacked Xavier Woods. That's it. That's the only place that this feud stemmed from. You can say whatever you want to say right now in defense of it. I'm just going to say this is absolute dog shit. I don't care. It's going to be the feud of the year. Inexcusable. (laughs) Is this part of the new reality era? Reality, yeah. If you're not watching NXT, then you don't know what's going on, because Xavier Woods came out and was like, I want to fight with Rusev, and he got to fight with Rusev, and Rusev kicks his ass. And then they went to Raw, and he kicked his ass. And then Archer stepped in, and he kicked his ass. And then he fought Xavier Woods again, and he kicked his ass. Like, you don't get to say, come on, I want to fight you. I want to fight you. After you and your buddy double team him. I was, <laughs> I was almost ready to tap out. You got to finish that fight. I got this. I got this. Stand back, R-Truth. I got this. <laughs> Stand over here. Stand in front of me. I got this. So, but Rusev ends up winning via disqualification. So, <laughs> next up, we got to see... Heath Slater, Drew McIntyre going up against Los Matadores. Um, with uh, Heath Slater getting the win. A very rare win. A three-man band. Um, three and a half. Three and a half man band. Yes. So, Tyler, what were your thoughts on this matchup? Uh, I, don't know. I don't have too much on it. I don't know. I, is it weird that, like, I... During the whole match, I keep on like thinking. I know they'll, they'll talk about it a little bit. It's it, the main focus really is between uh, Hornswoggle and uh, El Torito. Yeah, yeah. And the whole is. time I'm like, man, I can't wait for the pay per view. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not being sarcastic. I think it's gonna be a fun little match. Yeah, so. a fun little match. I didn't mean it that way. Sorry. <laughs> well, okay. If they're gonna go say we all see, I guess I can say that. I didn't yeah. mean to like say hey, little match, but you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Hey, be yeah. sensitive to little people, Tyler. <laughs> Be more sensitive. Not everyone's uh, so fucking uh, tall. Uh, yeah. Okay, I'm looking forward to that match. There you go. I'm just busting your balls. <laughs> Doug, but seriously, be cool. <laughs> how about you, Doug? Uh, I don't know. I, I didn't really take away much from this other than the fact that the commentary team celebrated like he won the main event at WrestleMania because he mm. Slater won a match. But. <laughs> it is a rarity. So, I don't know. The internet probably blew a giant load, so... Oh my God! He's later one, three and B. So uh, load, yeah. So uh, yeah, that that leads them into their matchup for Extreme Rules. So um, next up, Stephanie McMahon came out and asked Daniel Bryan to come out and you know accept her apology. Uh, and Daniel Bryan coming out with a neck brace and Bree at his side and you know you're full of crap. Saying yeah, basically saying you're full of crap. I don't yeah. believe anything you're gonna say. Yeah, I am. I just um, had some food. Yeah. So uh, one thing that kind of concerns me is that he's in a neck brace and his doctors cleared him for Sunday. 
And he's like, I can't even move my neck right now. And it's like, well, you shouldn't be competing on Sunday. But I guess if, if he's going to be cleared, you know, I mean, he's already been cleared. Well, he don't want to move his neck, okay? Yeah, he, he doesn't need to, to move his neck to face Kane. Dead match. So, Dead um, match. <laughs> I mean, what are, what are y'all thoughts on the character development for Stephanie McMahon, the remorseful... You know, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean for this to happen. Um, well, th- I thought it was much more apparent this week that she was being sarcastic or dishonest mm-hmm. about it. The last week, it really felt like she was genuinely pleading with him to stop. Mm-hmm. I thought she did a much better job this week of getting the get across the point that she was not actually wanting him to stop. And, yeah. and it's weird because I just don't know how to feel about it because when that they. Like Triple H and her, they they were named the authority, mm-hmm. you know, and all stuff. They just went back and forth between different people, and they were heels and faces. So it's like I don't know. Yeah, I mean, they don't like Daniel Bryan, but I don't know. Yeah, it's just on another field because it may change, you know, like after the pay per view somehow. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and it was just I don't know. It was just weird, and uh, you know, Stephanie tried to make it up to them by giving Bree a championship match and. Uh, you know, and that's what brought out Kane to uh to try and attack Bree. And I found it interesting that Paige was able to get out of the ring so quickly, and yet Bree was unable okay. to. Uh, am I correct that uh, I thought Bree got out of the ring? That she got back in the ring? She got back in after he got choke slammed. Yeah. Oh, uh, check. Okay. Yeah. Like, didn't you just like get out of the ring? He was back? like, "Get out, go, run." And so she got out, and then he got choke slammed, Don't worry and she about slides me, right go. back in to check on him. And then it was like, "Ah, help me!" Ah. Yeah. yeah, you're full of crap. It was just—I don't know. The problem with this is, you can't—you can't do this on the same show that you do, like what you do with Bray Wyatt. It seems like they're like, "Hey, all, all the the A plus material." The spooky, creepy A plus material. We're giving it to Bray, and then Kane's got to stick with the hooky shit he's been doing for like thirty years. You can't like. There's so much. There's such a contrast between what Kane did and what they did at the start of the show. I don't think that you can get away with doing that on the same show, right? I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, it's like just, this is. Like I said, it was just an odd night. It's just that's not the angle you do. It was the angle doing Kane coming out of the ring is just lame in general in this day and age. <laughs> It looks super late. It's the lameness is magnified when you contrast that against what they did at the start of the show, where they did put some real actual thought and effort into yeah. making something creepy. And then I just had the problems with how things played out anyway. Like I don't like the idea of of like Brian getting up and walking off. Like it, Kane choke slammed him. Bree came back in the ring to check on him. Mm-hmm. Brian. Brian powdered and rolled out of the ring. Yeah. Then Bree got caught by Kane. Mm-hmm. But Brian wasn't like legit out. He was just like selling on the. So then I have a problem with Brian not like scratching and clawing to like fight for his like woman who's getting dragged away. Yeah. If you're going to play that, he has to be out cold and they have to like, they have to walk him back or stretch him out. Like you can't just be like, oh, I'm just, I'm too hurt to go help my girl who's getting like dragged away. You have to. Yeah. He has to be and completely he, out, and or he you don't do off, it. He started off strong with it. Whenever uh, you know Kane first grabbed him, and you know Brian, <clears throat> you know, got in the ring and walked, I guess, as fast as he could, and tried to kick him, and uh, Kane pushed him. He fell down. and He instantly went to his neck. Ah, you know, you know, 
in on any other day he would have gotten right back up and kept attacking. But you know, because of his injury, he was, ah, you know, I can't. Right, and it's not. Anything, it's but. not that he could. It's it's not that he needed to be able to physically overcome his injury to help mm-hmm. her. It's that he needed to look as if he was trying to physically overcome to yeah. help her. Or he has he's, he either has to be biting and clawing and scratching to to get back at him, or he has to be out completely. Yeah, like you can't be. He can't just be like selling, looking at his girlfriend getting dragged away, because that's not what fiery underdog baby face. Right. Mind. So you have to either knock him out, or you don't do the angle that way. Yeah, in my opinion. And then you know you also have Brian getting the uh, the wrench and hitting Kane on the head, and yeah, I mean all the shit I was talking about is after the wrench, so like I'm kind of jumped the gun on it. Yeah. But uh, I mean, it was just—I don't know—I didn't like it. It was—it was too hokey. It was too cheesy. Um, and that was magnified by what they did at the start of the show. Yeah. So it's like it's like they have like the spooky. Can you put the mask up? It's like they have like this is our writer who does all the spooky shit, and he's giving like all his A material to Bray Wyatt, and they're like, <laughs> "Kane, you get the leftovers." And Kane, walks you're coming like, to the ring again. And he's like, "Oh, sweet, yeah, this would be perfect. Oh, awesome. Here you go, Bray Wyatt. This is my life's work. I have given this specifically to you." And then Kane's like, "Hey, what about me?" Oh, fuck. you're going to the uh, ring again, bro. Hang on, give, hang on. Where's the napkin? All right, uh, well, you're, you're gonna stay out of the ring. You're the gonna, whole show. It's like he takes the napkin and. Pokes his finger through it. That's gonna be you, man. That's all you. You're coming out. Yeah, that'll work. But and we'll set off the pyro, and that'll that'll scare him. Rar, <laughs> But uh, but yeah, it was just it was too hokey. I'm fearful that they, they uh they this isn't the end of the feud. I feel like this should only be like a one month feud for them. Mm-hmm. Because I don't see how you stretch it out longer than that. It shouldn't stretch. They have to have so they have to come out with somebody for Brian to face after this. Yeah, because I, I give this month a pass because I give this a pass because whenever I think about who he I I would want to see him or I think he should be feuding with other than Kane, I can't come up with anybody. Right. So that's why they get a pass for this time. Mm-hmm. But next month they had better have their shit together, you know. Yeah, they, and they should. <coughs> um, you know, Cesaro still has a little bit has a bit to go. Um, yeah, he's not ready. Batista's probably on his way out. Orton. I mean, Cesaro's ready, but you can't sacrifice his momentum. Yeah. You can't sacrifice his build yet. So. Right. So, um, yeah. And not to mention the stuff that, you know, they had to go and rewrite due to Brian having to take some time off. Um, yeah, I mean, again, like, I'm down on this, but I give them a pass until next mm-hmm. month. Like, that's when I'm, like, mad or worried for real. Yeah. So, um, they have they have a little bit of time to get it together. But um, next up, we got to see uh, John Cena deliver a promo, and you know he was his joking self, talking about donkeys and Bray Wyatt, and shoving his foot up Bray Wyatt's ass, meaning the donkey. And it's just, I didn't like it. I felt like it completely. I mean, unless it was, hey, this is me trying to act like I'm not creeped out by what I just witnessed earlier tonight. Um, it, That's exactly what I took it as. I thought it was. Yeah. I thought it was pretty good storytelling because. Last week, either last week or the week before, like Bray's whole point was, like you, like you, you don't know how to confront like your fear or when you're mm-hmm. concerned. You you make jokes, you make light of it when you're really. Uh, and I really, I thought they sold it because he was creeped out in the ring. They try to get an interview with him later in the show. He doesn't have anything to say, and it's almost like he's like, okay, this is what I have to do to to put my foot forward. And goes like, I gotta, I gotta do my put on my routine so I can make it through. Yeah, 
I thought it was good storytelling. I thought this never was let them see you sweat. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just thought this plays into the story they're telling. Brace specifically called this out. He's like, when you're uncomfortable, when you're scared, that's when you're making jokes, and mm-hmm. I think that's the story they're telling. And I yeah. think it worked. I mean, I heard a lot of criticism about how he just abandoned. I would I would agree with people if they hadn't specifically told told the story. They specifically said in story, Bray's like, "This is your routine. This is what this happens is what when you're scared. Did. When you're scared, you're joking." Mm-hmm. And you're right to shit on this if they hadn't told that in the story. But that's right. the story they're telling. Yeah. So I think it's fine. And that's why I said I would have had a problem. Right. You know, yeah. un- unless they went with. That. I mean, I'm just saying because I heard I heard so many people like, "Oh, he's just back to joking." I was like, uh, you know, that's the story they're telling, right? Yeah. yeah. So, uh, <laughs> you know, but uh. But if if that's the case, if that's what they're actually going for, you know, props to them for that. But if it's more of just a, oh, we're just going to go out and cut our normal promo, then screw that. But um, I really don't think it was. Yeah, I don't think so either. Um, but next up, we got to see Bad News Barrett going up against uh, RVD to find out who's going to be the number one contender for the Intercontinental Championship. Um this one was just a cluster as well with Swagger and Cesaro coming out and causing distractions. So, like, who came out first? Cesaro came out first. Mm-hmm. Swagger RVD. and Swag. <laughs> yeah, he attacked RVD because of the Heyman beef with him. But Swagger came out to attack Cesaro, and that's all why this angle is so weird. It's yeah, like, who's the who's the good guy here besides RVD? You know, right? They're hey, both bad guys. Keep shoot. Which would be fine if they're just like, this is a triple threat with two bad guys and a good guy. Good. That's the formula you want in a triple threat match. Right. But when the two bad guys are feuding with each other, one is a de facto better guy. Well, like it just. It's bad guy, bad guy, good guy. They have to. If they're not feuding, they would have to team up if they aren't feuding with each other. Right. Which doesn't work in their dynamic. But here's what it is it's bad guy, bad guy, good guy. You take out the good guy, and then you've got a good guy. Right. So. Cesaro is the good guy. Swagger's the bad guy. RVD's the good guy. And that makes Cesaro the bad guy. Just a weird situation. <laughs> Cesaro's the good guy and the bad guy. Yeah. So is Swagger. <laughs> they're all good guys and they're all bad except RVD's for RVD. RVD's the only true blue good guy so far. <laughs> true. Which sucks because he's so fucking still. <laughs> <laughs> he should have he should have considered joining up with Zed. That would have been something fresh for his character. At right. Least. And then he would have left, you know, in, in a month. Don't tread on my right to smoke pot. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Fits right in. Don't tread on me, bro. <laughs> Don't tread on my 420. But um, but bad news, Barrett ends up getting the victory. Oh, plus Swagger's got the pot thing. That's the connection. <laughs> oh, wait, no, that's he wanted to team with Cesaro. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. So uh, uh, we, we flipped it. Uh, it's it's Heyman that wanted to team with him. No, it was Zeb, right? Was Zeb. It, Zeb approached RVD? They both they both approached RVD. Okay. And, uh, yeah, so he should have joined up with Zeb and yeah, Swagger then. Yeah. High times. So, uh, high times. Yes. So, uh, yeah. But uh, next up, we got to see Evolution come out, followed by The Shield. Um, and they had a standoff. And then Ric Flair came out. And uh, I don't know about you guys, but he, he seemed a little off to me. Um, I mean, maybe he was just tired or, I or, that part, or something. Uh, but... You know, he came out, hey, is, is this uh, St. Louis? You know, fans cheer, oh, man, I've had some good times here. And Dave, it's been too long. And, you know, I haven't, I missed seeing you on a Saturday night. Same with you, Randy. And Triple H, I know you'd be at home eating a ribeye. And uh, I've been dominant with the Four Horsemen. Same with uh, Evolution. It's all about controlling the stock. 
And uh, that's what we've done, but that's not what I'm talking about now. It's the shield is who I'm talking about. And he shakes their hands, and then he leaves. So, you know, they, they took it as he's giving the shield his endorsement, but later on in the post-show, he was like, oh, don't look too far into it. So it's like, I, I don't know. What the fuck's going on? Yeah, pretty much. Because I'm going to swerve him at the paper. I'm yeah, swerve and I'm just getting a paycheck. And the fact that, like, you know, whenever he went to shake their hands, he looked back at Triple H and gave him a wink. And so it's like... I thought it was... I thought it started off fine and it could have been good, but he was missing a couple of, like, lines that would have built to the payoff of him, of it being, actually, it's the shield I'm talking about, not you guys. It's like it was, it's like they missed two lines of the promo or something. Yeah. And uh, which would have made it totally fine. And Dominance and cohesiveness. Basically, what I thought, a lot of people were like, he looked like really off, or this was really or bad. He was drunk. I don't think so. I think he felt like I think he was like too scripted. I felt I fit maybe he's like, I get the impression that he's maybe like minding his p's and q's because mm-hmm. he kind of has to if he's going to be on on air. And <laughs> if there's anybody you don't want to heavily script a promo for, it's Ric Flair. If you want a Ric Flair promo, you just want him being fucking Ric Flair. Which is always awesome uh, when he when he can be himself. So I don't know. Some people say they thought he was drunk. Some people thought they just said it was flat or it sucked. I thought it's maybe like they're like, this is what you're doing, and he's like worried about his spot now because he can't fuck up too many more times. Right? <laughs> so he's like, okay, I read the script. Can't go back to TNA. <laughs> if it sucks, then it's on you guys. I'm Rick fucking Flair. Yeah. So, but but where are your thoughts about Rick Flair shaking the hands of the Shield, giving him their endorsement? so to speak. I mean, I don't know. I thought maybe they're teasing a swerve. I thought I'm fine with him endorsing them. I mean, I don't know. No. I like the. I really liked their promo earlier in the night, the shield where yeah. like, they were like, uh, they think that fancy cars and fancy watches and nice suits are like s- symbols of power. It's like, those aren't symbols of power. This is like, you know, this is power. Yeah. I thought that was really cool. And uh, this is today, tomorrow and the future. I liked My all that. Fist. Shit. Believe in the shield. Fisting. I don't have a problem with Flair putting over Shield. Yeah, I don't have a problem. But see, I don't. I don't feel like he put them over. I think he. I felt cut like that was the promo. intent. Yeah, it was the intent. But he cut an awkward promo, shook their hands, and left. And that was it. You know, there was no drop into the coat and then to an elbow. No, uh, that's but, fair enough. But but there was no there was no talk from Evolution about that. Like they had to look like you know what's hey what's going on, but. They didn't try and stop him. They didn't try and say, well, that was weird. And it's Rick fucking Flair. You don't stop Rick Flair. <laughs> <laughs> but you're, you're absolutely right. I can't dispute that it was it came off flat, that it was yeah. very confusing of the intent. The announce team had to put over the story, which for once, for once they actually were able to do. Uh, so I can't, I can't dispute it. It, it, didn't, it didn't come off right. And the crowd was completely silent at the beginning of the match because they were still like, what just happened? But I don't know. Like I just feel like I've seen Ric Flair talk so many fucking times, and that just felt like them. That felt like Ric Flair on a short leash to me. I don't know. Mm-hmm. May, I mean, I'm not saying. Look, Ric Flair is fucking Ric Flair. He could have been drunk. I don't fucking know. <laughs> Maybe he was. Fu- he could still be fucking drunk and, and cut a good promo, guys. Come on. Yeah. Ric Flair is fucking awesome, but I mean, I don't know. It felt like he was like, he was like, I'm, I'm sticking to the script. <laughs> I'm here to play ball. I don't know. That's just me. Maybe you guys just say he's getting old and it was bad. I don't know. Fuck. It might be. Who knows? We'll never know. We'll never know. It, did but, it come uh, off bad? Yes, it came off bad. the next time he's going to be on air? 
Well, I tell you, woo! But uh, who wants to go to the bar? Who wants to go to the bar? Yeah. So, uh, so that takes us into the main event matchup: uh, Randy Orton versus Roman Reigns, ending in a no contest after a brawl ensues, and um, you know, Evolution gets the upper hand, starts beating down the Shield, but then they find the opportunity and take it, and they end up standing tall. So Shield stands tall to close out Raw. Um, what do you think about the matchup? And the and the brawl, I guess. I was a brawly into the show type thing. Yeah, I was trying to trying to sell you on it, and I don't know. Put that fucking knife away. What are you doing? I have a knife in my pocket. I Why know. do you have a knife in your pocket? Put that away. One time I just pulled the knife on us. Like, I'm just fucking start handling. This is our final knife. broadcast. It's That's been my great work run. knife. Um, we love, in my pocket. We love all of y'all. All day. I love you, mom. Except for Seth Rickson, minus six hundred and forty points. It's the great Holly's um, knife. <laughs> No, wait, I take that back. Minus 32 points for each year that our lovely Doug has been alive. Hey, man. Don't put me out on my age, son. <laughs> Stab yeah, you birthday. motherfuckers. Whoa! Man, he'll Crazy turn. Crazy motherfucker, and I'm coming through the door. I think you mean 26, because that's a really good age. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that's a nice age. <laughs> so, with that being said. How old are you? How old are you, dude? <laughs> Like forty two. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you know, whose dick do you want next to you in your cubicle all day? So you don't want that. That's too he's gonna take too much attention. Well, you have a nice dick, but your uh your personality is horse shit. Dog shit. <laughs> shit. Sorry. I can Sorry. I can tell that you're not whispering anything over there. <laughs> Sorry, workaholics clip again. Yeah. Put the knife away, Tyler, please, for all of us. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't like the thought of, or I don't like just looking over and seeing Tyler handling a knife. Yeah. Hey, what's up, guys? Even if it's a work knife, they, like, trust, they trust him. At I just work. don't trust him. Yeah. You trust me. Who gave you that knife? Who gave My you those, Who gave you that claw? I gotta talk to your dad. Well, My dad gave me that knife. He says, <laughs> so, "If you need to stab people, here's the oh, lovely." <laughs> Need a knife. <laughs> yeah, this is how you're gonna do it. So, uh, so that takes us into our extreme rules predictions. Sorry if we can make it through the show, um, wow. Okay, pre-show: Hornswoggle versus El Torito in a WLC matchup. Tyler, who are you gonna go with on this one? Oh man, I don't know. I like them both. Yeah. Uh, El Torito. Torito. All right. How about you, Doug? You think they might go with the stipulation of they win? For their respective team, and team gets tag championship. Uh, if so, it'd have to be Hornswoggle. Yeah. Or at least I would. I guess it doesn't have to be, but that would make the most sense. It would make the most sense. I don't know. What do you, who are you going with? Uh I feel like if this is like a one and done type thing, it feels like three there should be the winner. But right. Uh, if they're gonna spin it into the tag thing like you're talking about, mm-hmm. it should be Hornswoggle. I don't know. Vince. I'm gonna go with Hornswoggle. I think they might. They might actually do it because they're gonna they're gonna want to have some other reason why these two are fighting. I mean, I know, yeah, they're they've been putting them over pretty heavy here in the past couple weeks, but still, I'm gonna go with Hornswoggle. You convinced me. I'm gonna take Hornswoggle as well. So there you go. Who you pick? El Torito. All right. So Torito's a better worker. I want to yeah. see him dive off some ladders, but <laughs> and I know Lee thinks he's ten times better than Fandango. So uh, good stuff. Uh, all right, Tyler. Pick the uh, pick the next matchup. Don't hurt me. 
Big E Dude, versus Torito Brandon is Bear. legitimately ten times better than Fandango. <laughs> Are you making a joke? No, he said it. So. Okay, good. Yeah. good. Good for that man then. I Big E versus Bad News Barrett. I don't. I know they're really behind uh, Bad News Barrett, but I really don't know where they're gonna go with like the the title. I don't know. <laughs> Internet championship. You're not saying it. Bad. Bad news. news. Bad news. Bad news. I just I have a feeling that they're gonna put on Bad News Barrett. Bad news, Barrett. Remember the last time they put the title on him? Boom. I don't know. I don't fucking know. Bad news, Barrett. Shit. The under-evolved character of Chris Hero. Bad news. How about you, Doug? Fuck uh, it. No, I change it. Oh, Keep on Biggie. Final answer. Yes. All right. I take it as the a bad omen that the only thing Biggie's done on Raw for the past like four weeks is look at a TV screen. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna have to go with bad news, Barrett. But he's he's watched it in different poses at least. <laughs> he's watched intently. He's definitely yeah. studied up. So <laughs> he's done it. He's done it crossed arms. He's done it while holding onto the belt over the shoulder. You know, like holding he's the been belt. In commercials. He's, yeah. <laughs> if anybody <laughs> knows the Kmart. holes in Barrett's game, it's got to be Biggie. Yeah, senior. he's been scouting everybody. Yeah, right. He knows what's going to happen. So uh, uh, I'm going to go with bad news on this one. I don't fucking so, care. So Tyler out in the dark. Yes. Two matches. That's not yes. good. All right, Doug, we'll let you pick the uh pick the next one. Oh uh, yeah. We got the triple threat. We got the handicap match. I'll take the handicap match. Handicap match. Our truth and Xavier Woods having to overcome the odds <laughs> of Alexander Rusev. I'll take Rusev. <laughs> what? How about you, Tyler? I'll pick Lana. <laughs> Lana's not in the match. She's next to the match. Okay, Rusev. She's got some nice legs, though. Um, I'm going to go with Alexander Rusev as well. So um, let's go into the triple threat match. RVD versus Swagger versus Cesaro. Um, I don't know. Um, I mean, we've been talking about the rise of Cesaro in the ranks here lately, and I feel like this is just his chance to, to really stand out in beating a guy like RVD. And Jack Swagger. One, it'll end the feud between between he and Swagger. And two, it'll have the old veteran, you know, sort or of putting over the, Swagger the wins, new guy. And then it still goes on with Cesaro. So I'm going to pick Cesaro to win. Cesaro. 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 All right. There you go. So, Tyler. Who did you pick? Cesaro. So, Tyler, who are you going to go with on this one? Page versus Tamina Snuka. Snuka. Page versus Tamina Snuka. Divas title. Haven't seen Tamina in weeks, but she got it. AJ Lee. Yeah. <laughs> I'll pick AJ Lee. No. Oh. Uh, Page. Okay, Page. Page. How about you, Doug? Page. I'm going to go with Page as well. Unless they do a random Tamina Snuka, AJ returns and is like, what have you done? You stole my title. And, yeah, whatever. But uh, I'm going to go with Page as well. So, uh, Women be catty, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> He's not joking. He's saying it straight face. It's like, you know. Anyways, okay, Doug. Uh, that was a joke. Sure. Uh, what's the next? I'm not matchup? sexist. <laughs> sexist? Definitely not sexist. <laughs> Steel cage match, extreme rules match, or steel cage match. Six. All right, steel cage. John Cena versus Bray Wyatt inside the steel, steel cage. cage. Cage, 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 rage in the cage. What the fuck's going on? Explosion! 
Our cupcakes are kicking in. <laughs> I can tell. The one that you didn't eat because you didn't get one. I can fucking tell. Where's your... Suck our collective dicks. Yeah! <laughs> Suck our dicks. Suck our dicks. Suck our dicks. That was a great I dick. was waiting for the, for the, uh, the guy who's been cleaning up the walk around while you were saying that and look in the, the, look in the window. Those were great dicks. <laughs> All right, so Doug, who are you going to go I'm going to take Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt, okay. How about you, Tyler? Bray Wyatt. I'm going to go with Bray Wyatt as well. I think this is their chance to uh, right the wrong from WrestleMania, so to speak. And who knows what they'll do with Cena after that. But he can afford a loss. It's okay. We got to see that dick. (laughs) We got to see that dick. We got to see that dick. You didn't do it. It was like starts off with one, then two of them do it, and then three of them do it. Sorry. Um, What's what are we on? Uh, well, there's two matches remaining. Uh, Tyler, do you want to pick one? He'll pick the wrong one. Paint? Okay, <laughs> I'll pick the I'll pick the wrong one. Evolution versus <laughs> Evolution versus Shield. So you think uh, Dana Bryan and Kane's going to be the main event? Thinking about no, I want it. No, it should no, be it should. because it's yeah, but it's the match that's named after the pay per view. And it's the championship match. No, because Triple H. He goes on last. Yes. Okay, so Shield versus Evolution. Who are you going to go with? Shield. Shield? All right. Doug? Evolution. Evolution. Interesting. Well, if this is a one and done, then Shield should win, but I don't mm-hmm. get the feeling that it is, which makes sense for Evolution to go over. Okay. Um, I think it's if you. I think it depends on if you think it's one and done or not. Yeah, I think it is. I'm gonna go with Shield. I'm gonna take Evolution. All right, so we got an interesting hey. matchup on this uh hey, pay per view round. That was a great pick. That was, was a great pick. That was a great pick. That was a great pick. We got to hear that pick. <laughs> <laughs> I think we can pull this off once a month. Oh, uh, this is gonna be awful. Okay, final matchup. You really Daniel Bryan. Hear my pick? <laughs> it's got like six picks on there. Uh, so, uh, final matchup: Daniel Bryan versus Kane, WWE World Heavyweight Championship Extreme Rules matchup. Um, brother Jack, dude. Brother. So uh, I'm gonna go with Daniel Bryan on this one. Um, I am also gonna go with Daniel Bryan on this one, Tyler. We got to here. <laughs> That pick. Uh, DB. <laughs> that was a great pick. That was a great pick. <laughs> Your balls has a six pack. So, okay. So all of us picking Daniel Bryan on there for that one. Um, if you're listening, first off, we apologize. Sorry, um, just go see the Workaholics uh, <laughs> clip with the guys. But, uh, from make, make sure you comment your predictions on the comment section as well. And now, the Legends House. Give me a break. This Tony motherfucker. man. Legends never die. They just get dead. Jimmy, I'm gonna kill you! Holy balls! Switching things up this week, we're gonna actually do Legends House uh, first. So, very interesting. Tyler, did you happen to catch Legends House this week? Nope. No? Okay, so, use of the network not coming into use. That's okay. Yeah. I, I happened to watch it this time, and I think... I felt like this was a little bit better of an episode uh, than the previous week because the first week it's an introduction. You know, you gotta, you know, if you don't know who they are, 
that's what they're that's what it's there for. It's there to introduce. But um, I mean, this one picks up where the uh, where the first episode left off, where uh, Rowdy Piper was kind of getting ready to leave. He was just walking out, you know, roaming around, and but then uh, then he was talking about, you know, I made promises to people that I would come and do this, and you know, I I, I don't want to go against my word. I want to just you know tough it out and do this. Um, so he ended up going back to the uh, to the legend's house and and laying in bed and. Duggan was like, "Hey man, I thought I thought you left." And he was like, "Oh, I did, but you know, I decided to come back." And you know, it, this episode really focused on a friendship between uh, Piper and uh, Duggan. They've you know they've really bonded over this uh, over the course of the last mm. two episodes, which is really cool to see. Um, but I mean, the thing that I like about the show is that you know, in in these reality shows, they're an hour long on TV, right? Yeah. Well, you stop every every so minutes for a commercial break. So an hour show is really like forty four minutes, you know, give or take. Whereas this one, it's it's an hour long. So but so they get to tell a lot That's good. Um, in the show. Yeah. But one thing I felt was kind of weird is like it, it felt a little choppy at certain points because they were talking about the previous week that Duggan and um, Tony Atlas clashed, and then. They were talking about, oh, they made up and they're perfectly fine now. And it showed them talking and then walking off. But then later in the show, it actually showed them talking it out, saying, "Hey, man, you know, I didn't mean to step on your toes or anything like that." But uh, it was it was a better episode because you know they they yeah I guess each episode they're gonna have to go out and do something. You know, that's their their activity for the week or something like that. Uh, this one they were having to play polo. Um, you Marco, know, not that polo, but uh, <laughs> but the one where you're on the horse and you got the long stick and you have to hit the ball and whatever. But uh, you know they were all talking about yeah, that, exactly. <laughs> they were like, I'm uh, you know, Atlas was like, I've never been on a horse. I'm not doing. There's no way I'm doing that. And Patterson was like, you know, if I fall, that's that's pretty much it for me. So uh, you know, but luckily they um, instead of uh. Horses. Mean Gene was like, I got to see that horse. <laughs> <laughs> no, not not exactly. But uh, sorry, Mean. Uh, but instead of uh, instead of horses, they used golf carts, uh, and they had you know they had drivers, and so they were in the passenger seat having to hit it, and so they divided up into two teams: the red team and blue team. Uh, and um, Hillbilly Jim was the captain for one team. And I'll say this about about out of everyone in the in the Legends House, Hillbilly Jim is the most like down to earth guy. He's That's like, good. he's like, look, we're here to have fun. We know we're gonna clash, you know, at some point. That's another thing that I felt like about this episode. They were, they're all anticipating the blow up. They're like, it's inevitable. Someone's gonna blow up. We all have short fuses. It's just a matter of time. But for now, we're trying to. I wish they would have thrown the sheik in there. <sighs> have you seen? Have you listened to Hillbilly Jim's um, episode on Cabana's Art of Wrestling? I have not pretty good he's very you can tell he's very like i get along with everybody there yeah he's very like everybody likes me i like everybody it's fine you know yeah and like you know they showed they showed him laying in bed and they're all talking about how much he snores you know he's very very loud apparently um i think he's on radio too now yeah well they had uh they had you know a cleaning lady come by and she was cleaning the kitchen and it shows him laying in the bed and she's cleaning a different part of the house. He's still in bed, and it shows her walking into the bedroom with the vacuum cleaner, like rolling it in. It wasn't on yet, and he was just snoring away. And then, then you know, it cuts to him sitting outside talking. And he was like, you know, I was 
I was sleeping, and I, I kept hear, hearing someone say, excuse me, excuse me, and then it cuts to the cleaning lady, excuse me, excuse me. And he was like, I, I couldn't, I thought it was a dream. And then I wake up, and there's a lady standing in my bed. And uh, and he was like, oh, you, you go ahead and vacuum. Don't worry don't worry about me. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not here to cause you any trouble. And, uh, you know, he was like, you know, the, the, this lady's got it bad enough as it is. She has to clean up our messes, you know, so I'm not going to. You know, be like, "Hey, get out of here," or anything. So, you know, he's a he's a nice guy. He, at, at, so it seems at the moment. Um, but yeah, he he was very down to earth, very real kind of guy. Um, but anyways, they had uh, like I said, they had a polo game, um, and um, I forgot whose cart it was. I think it was Tony Atlas, but one of their carts broke down as someone's trying to score. So they get a score and uh, Jimmy Hart's like, no, 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 that's, that, you know, that, that doesn't count because, baby. huh? Yeah, that don't, that don't count, baby. Uh, you know, so they're trying to say, oh, well, we had, you know, faulty equipment and, you know, they go into the, they have a rule book and, well, they don't have a rule book, but they have an official there. Um, and he's like, well, normally if, if one of the horses get injured, that's it. Like, you know, that's the end of the match. We'll stop, we stop play. Uh, which is good because you know you don't want the animals to get hurt. So they're like, so we'll we'll do the same effect. We'll just go straight into sun, sudden death, and um, um, Hillbilly's team ended up losing. And so uh, so then they go and have dinner, and you know it's one of those emotion. Well, not I wouldn't say emotional, but it was one of those moments where they're all telling stories of you know, hey, who was your first matchup? Oh man, it was you know such and such back in nineteen fifty or whenever you know um so it was really cool and then that ashley chick i feel like they're gonna grow to hate her even though she's eye candy basically for them like every mm-hmm. time she comes around they're like oh hey ashley what's up um but yeah every time she comes by something they always have to end up doing something so i feel like they're eventually gonna hate that but um uh she's like oh by the way since this team lost y'all have to clean the stables for the horses and uh you know, so they end up doing that, and they're all given, you know, like thigh, or not thigh, but uh, almost knee-high boots to help clean up. And uh, they gave Mean Gene the wrong size, or they gave him two left boots, mm-hmm. so he couldn't wear them. So he's out there in his short, short little loafers, having oh, to clean it up. And he's like, you know, you got to be kidding me out here. Um, and Hillary Jones like, hey man, I, I grew up on a farm. I'm not. You know, this is nothing new to me. I'm, you know, I'll knock it out all day. Uh, and then, uh, then Tony Atlas is like, you know, at first I was, and they had just finished up and we're getting ready to leave. And um, Atlas is like standing next to a horse who's like eating out of a trough or whatever. And he's like, you know, for, you know, such a big animal, you sure are peaceful. And, you know, not today, but one day I'm, I'm going to ride you. And he goes to pet it and like, the horse almost like snaps at him because oh. he, he's he's in the middle of a meal and he's like, "Oh, hey, no, screw you, I'm out of here." So, um, but yeah, and there was also a part where they uh, they had to go do Zumba. So uh, I've heard of that, but I don't know exactly what it is. It's basically uh, it's an exercise you dance by dancing. You know, you do the dance movements and and all that. How's it go? Um, I, I'm not going to show you, um, but. That was a great dance. That was a great <laughs> dance. But uh, you know, earlier in the show, they they focused on Howard Finkel. You know, he was walking around the uh, tennis court, and he was like, you know, I've I've made a goal for for myself while I'm here. I want to do 
at least 25 laps around the tennis court so I can, you know, lose some weight. And he was even talking to, to Piper about, you know, he wants to lose some weight and get a little healthier. And, you know, Piper was like, hey, you'll live longer. And he was like, yeah. And he was like, hey, you might even get some hair up there, you know, up on the on the dome. And he was like, oh, that you know, that'd be great. So, um, so they brought up the Zumba and, you know, he was really excited, but he's clumsy as hell. So, like, he has, like, no coordination. Thank you, man. Huh? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so, um, you know, so they, all of them are taken to a Zumba class with all these girls and Ashley's there too. And, you know, they're bending over and they're like, oh, that's my favorite move. I like that. And, <laughs> you know, Ashley was talking about, oh, Piper's great. You know, he's not the best dancer, but once it comes to that thrust, man, he, he's got it down. So, um, you know, they're doing the Zumba and Mean Gene and, uh, Pat Patterson end up sitting out. They're like, you know, I'm 85 years old. I don't, I, you know. I'm about to drop dead as it is, um, but uh, yeah, I mean it was it was entertaining. It was more entertaining uh, this episode than uh, than the last one, and uh, you know it kind of closed out with them trying to prepare dinner. Uh, them being uh, Mean Gene and, and Patterson, they were gonna cook some steak and hamburgers, but they didn't thaw out the food. Is it gonna be like the gag that they don't ever get the food done? Is that the running gag of the show? Yeah, I mean, they, you know, this is the second time where they're like, oh, let's do this, but something goes wrong, right. and so they can't cook. So um, they were trying to thaw out the, the food, and um, they put it in, like, the microwave, but they didn't start it because yeah. apparently they don't know how it works. And so imagine three old guys just sitting around going, well, you know, you got to turn it to defrost and then hit start, and it's not doing anything. And, you know, Jimmy Hart's hungry, but he's – they were talking about how picky of an eater he is, so I can really sympathize with him. Uh, but they were asking him, oh, you like pepperoni pizza? Oh, oh no, I, I hate pepperonis. Well, what about egg rolls? Oh, gosh, no, I, I can't stand that. You know, it's just uh, and it's just really funny because they're all sitting there just laughing their asses off at him. Um, but, you know, he's like, I've always got a, bi- uh, always got a backup plan, baby. Oh, and um, you get to see how, uh, how he does his hair. <laughs> like... You know, he's he's walking around in a bath towel. He's standing in front of the mirror. You know, oh, man, this is, you know, you can already tell this is going to be a bad day for my hair. But, you know, you got to make sure it's in place. Uh, and so uh, so that's an interesting thing as far as how he does it. Because he was like, you know, everyone's talking about, man, you know, it's it's not a mullet. It's a it's a Jimmy Hart haircut. You know, <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, it's just like it's it's really crazy stuff. Um but anyways, Jimmy Hart, Gene Okerlund, Pat Patterson, all standing around a microwave going, well, how do you operate the thing, you know? And Jimmy's trying to explain it. Okerlund's getting pissed off at him because uh, Jimmy, you know, is saying, well, let me let me cook a potato and, and, and some beans so I'll have something to snack on while y'all get the meal ready. So, uh, and so he makes his beans and potato and Patterson's like, well, screw this. Let's just put it in the fridge and tomorrow it'll be ready. And so, uh, you know, it's getting like to be 830 and, you know, Piper's getting hungry. When he gets hungry, he gets cranky. And so they're all like, oh, they changed up plans on us. So we're going to have to fend for ourselves. So they're all trying to figure out what they want to do for dinner. So Atlas and uh, Jim are saying, well, why don't we cook? Why don't we cook something? You know, we'll cook some chicken and some hamburgers or whatever. And, you know, and we'll do that. Meanwhile, Piper and uh, Hacksaw are outside, are outside in the middle of the night. With their with their phone slash GPS trying to get a signal to find a nearby place that'll deliver food, and it doesn't work, so they go back inside frustrated. And then Jimmy Hart's like, "Hey man, they made some food for you, so if you want to come by, and you know, Piper's like, oh, bless your heart, we'll you know, 
thank you very much. We'll come by and eat some. And, you know, that's when they talk about, um, you know, Hacksaw Jim Duggan and Tony Atlas, you know, sort of talking everything out where they're like, hey, man, I didn't mean to step on your toe the other day. You know, we we're just, you know. And so Atlas was like, no, nah, man, no, it was, it was fine. So so they they got to talk it out. And uh, another thing that they touched on the show was how out there Tony Atlas can be where he'll like he'll talk to you for 45 minutes but he won't say anything hmm? it's just like he changes topics so so often Uh-oh. you know so it's, it was really weird and uh it looks like next week um is where they're really going to start clashing with one another it's you know uh, Patterson's going to blow up uh, blow up on them and everyone's going to gang up on Tony Atlas and Tony Atlas is going to gang up on them and just it's going to be all kinds of chaos in the Legends house. And me and Gene Okerlund is going to say holy balls. Holy balls. <laughs> Apparently that's his thing because he said it twice now. He said it once per episode. And, but hey, uh, man, you're going to be the guy that's going to say holy balls holy on the show. Okay. Balls. Okay. So, uh, yeah, stay tuned for holy more balls. Legends house. Balls. I hope I did this episode a little bit better justice than I did the first episode. So, holy so balls. there you go. Holy balls. And now, Total Divas with Doug and Tyler. Mostly Doug. No wonder we call you fat on Twitter. Shut up! I have to say, I feel like a real diva. You are a grown-ass woman. So, Hi. <laughs> Total Divas Tom. Yep. We'll do it. What to do? Did you watch this week? Yeah. Sweet. Well, let's not make the mistake oh. we made last week and, like, let's save the... all the, the cat stuff for last. That's the... Okay. That's the finish. That's the payoff? <clears throat> um... Well, the episode begins with it's not really part of the storyline. It just it just begins with uh, who's the, the the chick who does their uh, outfits. Oh shit! I know her name. Sandra? No. Miss Sa- Miss Sandra. Sa- Sandra? 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 I think Sandra? it's Sandra. Okay, Alicia Sandra. Fox. Um, They're all talking about boobies, right? Cameron, Naomi. That's Amber. No. With the. Was Alicia Fox? No, Cameron and Naomi. Yeah. They're both there, and they're trying to get uh, Miss Sandra to twerk and all that stuff. And uh, is one that Bella's there? No. I don't know. They start uh, they might twerking, like walk up on and they got Sandra to twerk and all that stuff. Well, she did a little bit. She wouldn't do it at first. She's like, she's like, I'll do your clothing. I'm not going to twerk. And before you know it, everyone twerks. That's about it. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. Uh, so I guess, like, was it just the Bellas doing the chicken thing and then the cat stuff? Well, there's two. There was the cat stuff, and then I'm they also to... had uh, Natalia with right, TJ. Right. That was kind of going hand in hand with sure. the cat stuff. So, That's what I was trying to remember. But yeah. I guess we could do serious stuff first about I guess the Bellas. Let's do the chicken shit. Okay. So okay. Uh, basically, they were at the I guess at the grocery store after a show or something. I don't know. And Nikki gets, Nikki's gonna pick up some chicken, and Bree's like, "No, you're not getting that." And she's like, "What are you talking about?" She was like, "Well, you know, that's terrible. They're, the conditions they keep the chickens in are really awful." And um, I'm not sure of the exact proper terminology. I know there's like free range and um, yeah, I don't know I don't, the difference yeah, between like free range sure. and organic. They talk about it. They do. Um, but she she's basically like they they're they're kept like captive in horrible living conditions, and they're living on top of each other and. With mm-hmm. No room to move, and they're like eating each other, and like but all she's kinds still of fucked got up the shit. Chicken. And she's like, you know, whatever, don't, you know, I don't give a fuck. Like, you know, I just want some chicken, and uh, so I mean, Bree just kind of keeps talking shit on her, or whatever. Yeah, and they're 
then but, uh, they're done at the store. Yeah, I guess we we move forward till to, I guess uh, they're at catering one day. No, 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 no. They're at uh, wait, is it catering? Catering comes first, I believe. Catering. Then no, 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 you're right. Trey right. songs. Yeah, they're doing. I guess they're doing some video shoot with some guy named Trey Songs. I don't know who the fuck he is. I guess he's some guy who has music, and uh, they're gonna like dancing. Are they dancing? In the yeah, movie? they're dancing there, and <clears> then uh, they. I guess the catering for that video got them. Right. Well, yeah, they were getting they were getting food or whatever, and she was like some chicken salad, right? They were talking about whatever they were gonna eat, and then Nikki was like, "No, seriously." I mean, like Brie was like, "People no. in the room." Yeah, some people. I don't know. And, and then, uh, she was like, no, give me my laptop. And she showed her this horrific video uh, yeah. about um, the terrible living conditions of animals and farms. And it was genuinely fucked up and genuinely sad. And, yeah, they were kicking uh, pigs and yeah, treating, some chickens were dead. And it was like, like, oh, like 100 chickens in the smallest cage you can imagine. Legitimately yeah. fucked up shit. Yeah. Like legitimately like, like really make you think twice type shit. It was really bad. And um, Nikki kind of like, Felt bad. And, yeah, like, she felt bad. She freaked out. She couldn't stop thinking about her or whatever. So I guess she wouldn't eat chicken or anything else. Yeah. So they kind of flash forward again to where they're at catering again. It's like the Bells and Brian and I think like Heath Slater's yeah, hanging out and she started talking about how she can't eat anything because of the video that Nikki or because the, Nikki couldn't eat anything because of the video that Bree showed her. And uh, I guess Bree was like, "No, I talked to the uh, catering lady and she said it's all like free range or organic or, or whatever the proper terminology is. I, yeah. I don't quite know, so I'm not gonna pretend that I do. But uh, so they're like, "No, it's fine." Um, and they fast forward to like uh, uh, Bree or wait. Bree basically, Bree bad about uh, doing that or showing that to her. No, not I mean because it freaked Nikki out. So they went to a, a what do you call it? Like a farm? No. Basically, Bree took takes her to a, like a local owned like farm farm that like um, does like slaughter the animals for like food, but they treat they the standard of living for the animals is like much better. They like yeah they're allowed to go outside. Like the chickens run around and like outside, they're not like trapped in a cage where they can't move and like. Uh, they don't like inject them with hormones and all this shit. It's very like a organic, like free range, whatever the proper terminology is. It's like they treat the animals right. They do slaughter the animals, but they treat them well beforehand. And uh, so, like, she feels better about eating food, like you know, eating the food going forward. It really was like some pretty horrific stuff in the video. Yeah, so, totally like stomach turning stuff, and uh, definitely makes you question like, like how and what you eat. You know, I mean, I don't know, like. I think it's like difficult like in real life it's i think it's difficult to uh change your diet so dramatically i mean i guess there are like vegans and stuff out there and there are people who only eat organic and there are people who only eat like free range and that's fucking fantastic good on those people mm-hmm. i just think i don't know how you could live like i don't know how you fit that into a busy life because that's a lot of researching like yeah. where, where your food is coming from and what you're putting in your body and uh, i totally respect the people who can do it but uh it's pretty i don't I don't know how that I could fit that into my life, like, right now. I don't know. But I got respect for it. But, yeah, yeah. it was pretty horrific shit. I don't know. Yeah, and the bad part was, when I was watching that, I was eating food. And I was like, nope, I'm going to put my food down. That They, they showed some, that video. I put my chicken? food down. No, I was not. I tried to go vegetarian just, like, for one month when I was, like, I don't know, like, 19 or 20 or something. And just, How'd like, that one, go? I didn't even go full vegan. I just went, like, tried vegetarian. It was the hardest shit ever. Because it wasn't, some people don't eat meat because they don't like meat. Which is unfathomable to me because I, you know, like I mean, I, I, mine would be like for animal like compassion reasons, not because, 
Not because I don't like meat, because it's fucking delicious. But, you know. <laughs> I mean, real talk. I mean, like, if you... I think more people do it for, like, a social... Like, the social issues than whatever. But I, I don't know. I got a lot, of, a lot of respect for people who can control their diet to that measure. I just don't know how I could fit that in my life. Yeah. And maybe that's just lack of, uh, like, drive or lack of discipline on my part. But I don't know. I tried it vegetarian once, and it was incredibly difficult. I was also young and partied a lot, so it maybe, like, contradicted my lifestyle but <clears throat> at that time. I don't know. It was weird. But uh, moving on. I guess we'll go into... Um, Let's do the Natty and yeah, the TJ right. stuff first. Okay, so they are going... Well, okay, now well, Natty's got, a, like, a muscle yeah. and fitness shoot. Is yeah, it muscle and fitness? Yeah, well, she, they showed that she's in, uh, I guess, is it Flex? Flex or muscle and fitness or whatever. Yeah. One of those, like, she's bodybuilding She's in the, the magazine and all that stuff, but they were going to uh, go for, I guess, another shoot and also an interview. She's doing so, a, some sort of signing. Yeah, and a sign, yeah, signing too. So, um, so they're going to New York. The one, uh, just to interrupt real quick, the one, like thirty seconds of summary in this episode was her saying, "Isn't that a men's magazine?" Oh yeah. So there was a little, you know, cattiness. Yeah, but that was the end of summary. Uh, Literally, she's dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she's dead. Uh, so yeah, total jokes. Total. Jokes. They go to New York, but the the thing that uh, TJ doesn't tell Tyson Kid doesn't tell her until last minute that his sisters or sister sister is gonna go with them or meet yeah meet them there whatever. But uh, apparently he's flying her out. He's paying yeah. for her trip. Apparently, which pisses Natty off. Yeah, Natty doesn't get along with her. She <laughs> says she's opinionated and all that stuff. Well, and if you flash back to earlier and like guess the first season, they show like a lot of tension between Natty and his. A TJ's mom and sister. Like, they had yeah. time they had dinner and stuff, and they didn't get along. Yeah. But basically, the beef was that he paid for his sister to go on the trip. She wanted it to be, like, a... She did have to work, but she wanted her downtime from work to be romantic for them, too. He invites his sister, so that it's not going to be a romantic trip for them. And on top of that, he pays for her, which he didn't consult her before they paying get- for her trip and then sending to her, her to a spa when they got there and paying for, like, her hair and nails. And on top of that shit, he's going to... Listen to this shit. This is stupid. <laughs> he like her. I guess. I guess I don't want to offend anyone. So if you run a bouncy house castle business, that's awesome. <laughs> but it was just so out of place. It was just so out of place in the episode. Like she wanted to borrow money from him to buy a bouncy house so that she could rent it out, like as a part of business. And that's like what like so a lot more than you'd think it'd be. Wouldn't he say like five thousand dollars or something? Yeah, four thousand, five thousand. And she. And, that actually sounds about right. Yeah. You wouldn't think that. I was like, 500 bucks? Cause, well, because when I worked <coughs> at my other job at the park, uh, we looked into stuff like that, and right. that's actually a, a fair price well, for it. I mean, it was just random. I don't mean to insult anyone who yeah. rents those out. It, just, it was random. It was really random. Yeah. And uh, he was just like, she flipped her shit yeah. because he didn't consult her before all this shit, and then, like, uh, you know, they didn't get to get romantic. And their hotel, like, adjoin- you know they have those adjoining hotel rooms where they, like, join in the bathroom, and there's, like, a double doors back up to each other? That's the room he got his sister with him. Yeah. It was total weird. Like, we can't <clears throat> do anything. It's like, yeah, you can. Just just don't acknowledge that she's on the other side. Just do your thing. It was totally weird because, uh, like, uh, wait, I totally lost my train of thought. Um, oh, well, like, he, she was flipping out, and he, like, rebuttals that she bought her parents a new car or something. But she was like, yeah, but the reason that our cats are taken care of and my mom is my personal assistant and all this other shit. And he's like, basically it doesn't matter because you didn't talk to me. 
they're both like, you know what? We're both fucking up. We need to start communicating better about, um, you know, well, major purchases and like financial decisions with each she other. She bought something for her mom, bought uh, a car for her mom without telling him. I totally just said Did that. Did you dude. say that? I totally just oh said Oh my that. gosh, I'm not thinking. You're not uh, listening to me. I don't listen to you at all. I know. I'm just talking. But, uh. Just wasting our time. But basically. <laughs> your face. They almost didn't go on the trip in the first place because they didn't have anyone to watch their cats. But Ariane steps up. She's like, I fucking got this. I'll be in town. We have a loop through that uh, through Florida that weekend. We have a show. We'll stop in. We'll stay at your house. We'll take care of the cat. She's like, awesome. We're going to go on our trip. So uh, apparently Ariane's from Florida originally. Well, she's, or was she originally or she stayed, or she there, stayed for there for FCW. a while. Maybe, maybe it was for a developmental. Yeah. She, so she's got a lot of peeps there. Uh, they're going to stop in and look after the place. So they, so TJ and uh, Natalia can go on well, a trip. What could what, possibly what go wrong? Me off, uh, cracks, me cracks me up is uh, Vinny. Uh, we got just, the return of Vinny this episode. Yeah, they're like exploring the house when they first well, get there. Just, but it was so awesome before though. It was like whenever Vinny was picking her up from the airport, he's like, "She's like, where are you at?" He's like, "Man, I'm in the blue charge. I'm looking good, baby." Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know. It was awesome. They're, they're, when they got both in the vehicle, they were like, she was so excited. <laughs> she was going, like, she was doing like crazy shit. Like she was just like yelling and like saying, being annoying. He's like, "What's wrong with you, babe? What's wrong?" With you? Well, they they finally got there and they're exploring the house. Well, Ariane was. He was well, like he, he saw that 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 recliner that yeah, uh massage, TJ's like massage chair. He's like, oh man, he's in there, and she's like, she's like going through like Natalia stuff and like her like, drawers with the receipts and yeah, stuff. Yeah, she's like, I found receipts. Like, what? what she's the looking fuck? at her shoes and be like, aren't these ugly? She dressed up in the, in the <laughs> she dressed clothes. up as Natalia, <laughs> and she's like, what? I look like a librarian. Or what did he say? What's wrong with uh, <laughs> Natalia? She looks like a grandma. I, I think Ariana was like, do I look sexy? And he was like, no. <laughs> Something weird. I don't know. He was just like, he's like, honestly, babe, I just want to sit in this uh, this chair right <laughs> he's now. He's like, oh, look at the TV. But she was like digging through all kinds of shit. I don't know. <laughs> so, I guess they fast forward to inviting people over, right? They have a big party because, of course, when you all sit for someone, you have to have a big party, right? Did you see Percy, Percy Wat, Watson? Was it Watkin? Watson? Watson. Was, did you see him? Uh, I know who you're talking about, but I didn't see him at the party. Was he at yeah. the party? Yeah. Oh, wow. He just didn't have his glasses on. Oh man, I gotta rewatch it now. Mm-hmm. Wow, what was his thing? Oh, what was the saying? Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. Okay. Oh, was it like this? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, nice. But um, yeah. So they're like getting drunk and whatever, and um, so some guy left the door open. Well, first, oh, sorry, uh, no, John sorry. and uh, Naomi, Tr- um, Trinity, John Trinity come over. They're like, "What in the fuck are you doing, doing? at this woman's house?" You're having a party. You're digging through her shit. This is fucked up. This ain't right. And, like, they're just, like, partying down. Vinny's, like, pouring drinks for everybody, <laughs> having a good time. And uh, they're, like, partying. Someone leaves the door open. Their fucking cat, Louie, gets out, who is the ugliest fucking cat I've ever yeah. seen. <laughs> Fuck okay, that. Boy, that cat is so ugly. They have a black cat, a solid black cat, which is really cute. And then that, they're fucking, the cat they love so much, apparently they love it more than the black cat because they're always, like, yeah. having names forward and like oh god before we start before we get into this shit you remember before when oh you know how everyone has really awful like pet voices when natalia was doing her pet voice for lou she was like i love my kitty oh i love my kitty your dad's an asshole (laughs) (laughs) that's the worst cat voice ever i hate her pet voice Uh. (laughs) oh 
<laughs> but anyway, so the cat gets out and they're like flipping out and they're like looking through the whole neighborhood they everywhere. Go, they eventually go outside. They talk to the neighbor. Oh uh, well, like, the neighbor is like, "Is everything okay?" And they're like, "Yeah, everything's fine." Yeah, She's yeah. like, "I heard you calling for Louie. and they're like, "Oh." They try to Ariana's trying to play it off. She's trying to lie. She's like, "Oh, our friend Louie's out here. Another cat's in the house and all this shit." Yeah, yeah. And she's like, "Who hit that pole over there?" It's like, <laughs> no, someone. Like, I don't know. No, like somebody hit her mailbox, and yeah, she mailbox. and Vinny was like, "Honestly, that's the first time I've seen this." <laughs> okay, so like, I'm confused. Didn't it seem like okay? The, the neighbor calls open. her. No, yeah, I know, but like, it, did they just found the cat like in a room? It, they tried to make it seem like the cat was under the car, but it looks like they just found a really dark place for them to shoot it and make it seem like they found the cat. It, was, it looked like total but bullshit. But in the midst of like all that, they call Natalia. And the neighbor calls Natalia and oh, says, yeah. "You're there's a bunch of cars at your house. I think there's a party. I think they lost your cat. And she's like, her and TJ are in the midst of their big fight before they make up, and they're like both flipping out. They're like, we're flying home first thing. Our cat's, <laughs> our cat's gone forever. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, and it's like a big cat thing. People. Like her, That cat is her life. Look, I, look, I like I I'm a cat person too. I like cats, not their ugly ass cat. That black cat is cute though. I like the black one. But fuck that ugly cat, Louie, Ugly ass cat. I hate those fucking smush faced animals. Ugh. Oh, like the grumpy cat. Like nah, that. even grumpy cats cuter than that fucker. Oh, okay. <laughs> but uh, so they're both like freaking the fuck out, like they're gonna go home. But they, you know, they totally find the cat and they like she calls them back. Well, like, Natalia calls her, and she tries to play it off. She tries to lie to her, yeah. and, and then Vinny, and then, well, she just basically, she, I can't even lie to you. Like, we lost Lou. It's so funny, because TJ was like, I want everybody out of my house. <gasps> TJ is fucking dead to me. He, he talks shit on Vinny not once, but twice. Yeah, he twice. Actually, he was like, whenever he was like, she was saying something, and he was like, if I if if they don't find my cat, they're not going to find Vinny or something yeah. like that. Vinny ain't even the one, like, he... He's there and partying, but like Ariane's the one who like who who made the commitment to all this. Like Vinny didn't do shit, right? He just like came along with his girl, and um, and the second thing is what was the other one where he talked shit to? Uh, he talked shit on Vinny twice. Oh, because he said his recline. He got in his recline. Yeah, he was just like all he said was just like, man, I really like your chair. It's like super nice. And he was like, yeah, it'd be a shame if you couldn't get out of it or something like that. Yeah, like real like I'm I'm a tough guy, and I was you know what I was like, fuck you, TJ, you're dead to me. Yeah, don't diss Vinny. I mean, Vinny was like a little bit out of control, like party guy mood, but he was like, it was fun loving, right? Yeah. It was yeah. fun loving, and it wasn't his fault because Ariane was the one who took responsibility. And uh, was it after that, they were still on the phone, John was like, hey, this is Usa, or whatever. And he's, he's like, like, yeah, he's like, oh, this because they told him they shut the party down, but yeah. Trini and John were still there, like, no, dude, <laughs> party's, <laughs> party's still on. But, uh, what, uh, yeah, fuck, man, TJ, you know what? TJ and Natalia are represented as the most miserable couple of yes. all time on that yes, show. Yes, I agree. If you had to pick if you had to pick going in, like who do you think would be the who would come off the absolute worst? Who do you think it would be? Do you remember who you thought was going to come off the worst going in? Did you think it was going to be Natalia and TJ? Because they come off like a fucking the worst couple of all time. They're always fighting. They're always like flirting with different people. They have some like ugly ass cat they're obsessed with. They talk shit I really on thought Vinny. It was be John Cena and uh John Cena doesn't count because he's not on the show enough. Yeah, he's not. He's but, just barely on to like give Nikki some. But that's uh, that's what I was saying. That's who I thought when it first started. Whatever. I don't even count. I don't even think Brian's he's not. In, Brian's on more than Cena, but I almost don't even count Brian because he's not. Like John's on every episode. You yeah. Know? 
And I, it's like John and like Trinity are the only, they come off the best. They're like the normal people. They're like, uh, everything's fine. We are actual functioning adults in a real relationship. Yeah, that's true. What cracked me up was after they did that, they were outside, they were talking and stuff. Vinny comes like, we're about to do shots. <laughs> yeah. And well, John was like, all right, fuck it. We'll do shots. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. I can't, I can't get with, like, I get like being pissed off that someone's at your house or whatever, but like the way he came off so like weird about it, like, I'm gonna kill like Vinny or whatever. I I yeah. I really thought it was kind of lame. It made me like him a ton less. Kinda, I, he's kind of one of those extreme pet owners. Yeah, they were like, don't get me wrong. I mean, that's good that you love your pets, but that's yeah, like, yeah. why well, there, don't you there, fly home? There are people who consider pets to be like their children. I understand. Well, yeah, that, but I'm not though. even fronting on that. I'm just like, whenever he's like, first of all, Vinny's not the guy you should be mad at. He's not the yeah. one you should be directing your anger at. And second of all, like. I mean, maybe I'm like Vinny fanboy now, but he was not the responsible I'm party. You, I wanted more Vinny in this episode. <laughs> I thought Vinny was cool. I mean, I mean, I liked it, but I wanted more. He's got a beard now. Has he? How long has he had the beard? He's got. It's like know. a. It's like cropped tight. He's got like the nice groomed beard going on. I don't know. He's the man. I looked at his Twitter. He's like pimping hookahs now. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. I don't know. What up, Vinny? Holla, yeah. boys. Uh, Fuck TJ. Team Vinny. Hashtag Team Vinny. So there was no, um, there was a little bit of Summer Rae, and then uh, they showed a little bit of, uh, what's her name? Uh, Eva Marie. Eva Marie. I don't even remember seeing her. Yeah. My big lasting impression was that I liked TJ a whole hell of a lot less after this episode. And yeah. her and Natalia just fucking get a divorce. You guys are fucking miserable. Yeah. Because <laughs> really, there's like, it, if that's really true to like the, what's in their real life and they don't like consider like, you're married, you know, you you want to consider, you know, hey, this is our money. We deal with it together. You know, don't like, hey, I'm going to do this or whatever. I mean, I'm just joking. I know that this is like the care. Like, I know that they've shot and edited this in a way yeah. that they have these characters for these people for this show, but they come off really fucking bad every time they're on. Yeah. And if I, if you had put a gun to my head and said, who do you think is going to come off the worst out of the Bellas, out of the Bellas, the Funkadactyls going in, it would not be an Italian TJ and they come off like the fucking worst ever. I thought it would have been the Bellas. They seem like joyless, like fucking, Oh, we missed the whole part with, uh, well, uh, I guess it's the beginning of their fight and then Natalia leaves because she has to go to a signing though, but there's not much to miss there, you know, just, uh, a lot of people, you know, saying, taking pictures and saying that she's going to, you know, be the next Divas champion. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I guess uh, that's pretty much it for this week. Hashtag Team Vinny. <laughs> hashtag TJ's dead to us. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> hashtag that shit. Girl, bye. So there you go. Appreciate it, guys. Good job. What's uh? Was there anything to look forward to next week or... Since y'all uh, said girl by, that's pretty much it. Oh, that's it. You tune in next week. Yeah, all right. Was, yeah. Okay. Just making That's sure. our sign off. We don't. Yep. Okay. No going back from there. Okay. Just making sure. There's no turning back. I'm going to go into some hot topics for you guys. Um, this week's Top Rope Tuesday, Clutch City Productions winner. Uh, all you had to do was spread some lie about someone who watches a TV show. Uh, it's going to Alan Garcia. So, congratulations, Alan. All right, you are Alan. The winner of this week's Top Rope Tuesday, Clutch City Productions podcast prize pack so we'll be getting in t- contact with you to see that dick <laughs> um so <laughs> so we'll be getting in touch with you to get your information so we can send you out the uh, the prize pack so congratulations on that um though we 
Doug, I believe this is your week to pick one. Okay, uh, to enter, I guess once we have all the entries, I keep mm-hmm. knocking my mic over this week. Once we have all the entries, I guess we could do the randomizer like we always do. But yeah. this week, why don't you, if you don't know Workaholics, you need to go at least watch a clip. And then I want you guys to write in and tell us which member of the podcast is which member of oh, Workaholics. <laughs> Tyler's Durs. No, you're Durs. Look, just because I have you're this. You're Blake and you're Durs. I have this amazing swimmer's body. So, you know, girls beyond that. I'm just saying. Hey, you Adam could be president DeMamp. one day. You're Adam DeMamp. You know, thank you. you. Do you think I'm Adam? <laughs> I think you're Durs. I'm a, I'm I'm fifty fifty. On by, I like, figured you wouldn't have the wise. hair for Durs. Do I have the hair for Durs? You could if you if you. I could be it, president if, if I worked hard. I could be president. Yeah, you? you wouldn't have to work hard, but <laughs> but you could do it. You're gonna see. The dirt. What's the lowest amount <laughs> of money you would suck a dick for? <laughs> if I'm being honest with myself, <laughs> if I'm being honest with myself, like five hundred dollars. <laughs> so, so this week's challenge. Could you uh, repeat it one more time? Right in. If you if you if you already know Workaholics, great. Just tell us which member of the podcast you think is which member of Workaholics. Who do you okay. think corresponds with who? If you don't know Workaholics, go Google it, watch a clip, figure Wikipedia it out. Wikipedia. Yeah. And watch the clip. And just. Uh, you know, write in and let us know, and I guess we'll do the randomizer and see, huh? All right. Does that good. sound good? Yeah, sounds right. good. So there you go. Um, for those of you who are planning to watch Extreme Rules on either AT&T, U-verse, DirecTV, or Dish, you will not be able to watch it. They are not carrying it. So uh, just switch to the network. It's cheaper and it's easier. So there you go. Um, also, a little bit of side note. Um, while y'all were doing the Total Diva segment, I was checking in some of the, uh, the spoilers for, uh, for SmackDown. They're going to have a contract signing for Hornswoggle and El Torito. So that'll be... Uh, What's the contract? Just, just a match, I guess. But, uh, yeah. So if you're, if you're into this feud, SmackDown's going to be worth tuning into, at least for that. So, uh, so yeah. So there you go. Uh, any other uh, hot topics that you guys are aware of? Uh, I don't know. I know Comic Palooza's coming up in, uh, in about a month, and they've announced that... Uh, Booker T's reality of wrestling is going to be out there, but on a show, they're also going to be bringing in Hurricane Helms, so that's going to be pretty cool. They're doing a, like a full-on show? Yeah, well, I mean, it's going to be an hour. Um, okay. An hour's worth, and they're sort going to have... Sort of like NWA. Yeah. And so are a, they also going to run now? I believe so. Wow. So we might get... Interesting. Them, he, NWA, Houston, and maybe... Doomsday will not be there. Doomsday will not be there? No. Sadly. But, um, but Doomsday... How do you know? Uh, do you ask Tex? No, I heard I heard through an, a, a different source. Who's your source? I'm not gonna disclose that at this time. Ah, <laughs> oh, you fucker. <laughs> uh, but uh, but yeah. So uh, but Doomsday did has they get pushed enough. out? I think uh, no. Did Tex say he didn't want to do it, or they told Tex he wasn't doing it? I think I think the last time I talked to him, he said they they didn't w- want to do it. Like they they like doing it, but it's just too much to organize for th- you know three straight days. Mm-hmm. So to get, you know, the guys to come in and do all that is just it's it's too organized. Plus, it's hard to tell a story when you're only doing you know a thirty minute show or something like that. I mean, they could they could story, do it. Story, that's the shoot, brother. That's the real <laughs> stuff. Yeah, but uh, but Doomsday has announced that they are going to be having a show. I believe it was in June. I don't think they announced that. I think he told us that in confidence. No, they announced it. Oh. They've sent out the. Uh, hey, well, fuck you! I thought we were special. They've, <laughs> they've sent out the invitations on uh, on Facebook to join it. I didn't get one. Yeah, you did. Hey, guess what? Sushan's I going. I got one. Okay. Sushan's <laughs> going. I saw it on yeah. Facebook. He said he's going. 
I was uh, I was making sure that y'all got one, and I was like, I wonder if Noah got one. He got one, uh, and so I was like, well, What is Noah? Noah's like, when Noah replies to events, it's like yes, no, maybe, and then like Noah's Noah Noah's maybe in Prince. He says like, I don't know. I'm saving for this thing. <laughs> I'm saving for Dallas. Okay, I, I got to meet the whole crew of Firefly. So, um, but yeah, so he's not going to Palooza, but no, he's got to save money for uh, well, all of his autographs small. and everything. Yeah. But he's, I think that's the weekend before Palooza. And also, uh, there's going to be a, a show in Galveston, uh, Coastal Coastal Mania or something like that. Yeah. Uh, they're going to be having a lot of guests, uh, especially thanks to, uh, to our buddies from Clutch City Productions. So, uh, so maybe we'll get to talk to some of those guys down the road. It'll be pretty cool. Go and, I go think, and meet uh, them. Texas Lone Star is available for pictures and for autographs at that show as well. All right. Good stuff. So, uh, so yeah. For Coastal Mania? For which show? Coastal Mania. Texas Lone Star is going to have a booth for t- autographs. And, uh, <laughs> That's awesome. I mean, he's going to be right next to uh, right next to National Hall. <laughs> uh, you know, he's practically like the long-lost member of the Wolfpack. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, he'll be there, too. So, yeah. He told me. Yeah? I wasn't supposed to disclose that yet. Uh, all right. Well, you, you know what that calls for. WNS Podcast Exclusive. Yeah, so, yeah, so really cool stuff. Uh, and that brings us into the Q&A portion of the show. Your, Your questions, questions and our answers. answers. First question coming to us from Thomas Drop It Low, son. Drop it low, son. Drop it, drop it low, son. Drop it low, son. Drop it, drop it low, son. We got to drop it low. We so. got to see it drop. No, that doesn't work. <laughs> we got to see that dick. <laughs> So anyways, Thomas says, hey guys, thanks for all the work you're doing. I'm quickly approaching the most important exams of my life to see whether I go to university or not. And amongst the sea of essays and revision, I take great solace in my weekly podcast episodes. So thanks for all that you do. Now, with that being said... I thought his like, life-changing tests were a paternity test. <laughs> <laughs> That'll come later. Uh, now, with that being said, Close and spreading that seed. <laughs> <laughs> He's dropping the pounds and adding the baby weight. So, uh, now with that being said, I was informed last week by a certain Texan radio show host who shall remain unnamed uh, that just like The Undertaker, my streak of asking questions ended last week with not asking a question to you guys. So, this week I'm asking not one, not two, not four, but three questions. So, <laughs> question number one. What film have you uh, have you seen that you thought would be awful, but you really enjoyed? For me, it would be Frozen, which I thought was going to be another Disney schlock, but this is a really fun film. So, fun film that you thought was going to be terrible. Oh, man. There was one a while back I saw a movie theater. Oh, shit, I'm blanking. Um, Who was in it? What happened? This is a good, this was a tough question. I don't know. It is a good question because I normally I don't go see. I'm pretty well researched. It's, yeah, I don't I like. I know if I want to see it or not. Exactly. So, you know, it's, it's. Oh, there was one that I went and saw a long time ago, and I was like, you know, you stop at the vending machines, and you know they had the little things that you get, like the little action figures and stuff, and chains or whatever. So I got one of those, and I was like, hey, you want to see the most entertaining part about this film? And I threw it at the screen. <laughs> So. Was it a sticky thing? Like one um, of those, like no, it was just a little action figure. But uh, I think it was like the glass house or something like that. I don't. It was some <clears> stupid. 
Oh, is that the one where the parents die and then like they get adopted by the freaky psycho killer friend of the fam? No. Well, I mean, the film name might have been The Glass House, but I I don't remember what it was. But it was this lady who was supposed to be babysitting or something. Some stalker killer is trying to get her, and and it was was so stupid. I feel like I, I feel like I could name instances of being let down, but I don't. I feel like I'm rarely pleasantly surprised because I generally know if I want to see it or not. I think one was uh, was it the man with the iron fist that we all went and saw? I knew I wanted to see that. Well, I went in there thinking this is going to be like big dumb fun, just a terrible, terrible movie. Big dumb fun, but then yeah, it was. It was big dumb fun, so I enjoyed that one. I can't think of any. Hmm. I'll have to mull it over. Yeah. Read me the question eight or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> question number two. With pay-per-views often being designed around match types now, uh, if you could design a one-of-a-kind match type, what would it be? Make up a match? <laughs> yeah. I feel like Make up your own ma- stipulation. I think Lawson's like working on a streak for us of not being able to answer his question. <laughs> I don't know that that's even possible. Can you make up a new match type? They've pretty much done just about everything. I mean, what is there to do? That's a tough one. What's matter? What's Have question like number a, three? <laughs> Go ahead. Okay. Go, I'm going to add on to a cage match. You put a ring. Okay, you have the cage, and you put uh, the cage on top of the ring, and you put another ring on top of the cage. When you climb up there, and you fight on the ring on top. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know either. What are you talking about? It's like a They've ring had sandwich. The triple cage before. Triple, t- triple no, tier. No, like I'm triple talking tier? about like uh, uh, with the ring on top of a cage. So okay, so cage or hell in a cell, if, essentially, ring on top of the hell in a cell, inside of a cage, right? Okay. So you've got you got your ring. You got your ring. You got the hell in a cell surrounding it, yes. so no one can get in or out. But somehow they have to get out uh, and, go and go up, up into the, and go uh, into, into the, another the one. Yeah. What would you even call that? I don't know. The crown? <laughs> An extreme crown uh, I would call it, there's a ring on top of this fucking cage. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if it would Match. be able to, I don't know if the <laughs> cage, the hell in a cell cage would be able to support something like that. Heavy duty cage. <laughs> yeah. I don't fucking know. That thing sorry, sorry, Thomas. Heavy. Doug, anything? Uh, I, whatever Tyler said, I second. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. It's a terrible idea, but I'm outvoted on that one. So, uh, question number three: Recently, copies of the infamous ET game for the Atari 2600 were found in a New Mexico desert, proving the un- urban legend about dumping unsold copies to be true. So I'll ask, what is? I never the- doubted that it wasn't true, though. Yeah, but what is the worst video game you've ever played? No, Luca, no. I know that there have been some real shit like Atari games that I played over the years that I just like I didn't even know what the fuck I was doing because mm. the graphics were bad. You couldn't even like figure out like what what the deal was. Yeah, uh, I feel like that's not a fair answer though. Hmm. Uh, Barbie game. <laughs> for PlayStation. Yeah? Really? Is that a shoot? No, I played the demo. I didn't like it. Is it the worst game you ever played? Probably not. That's tough Probably to say. Not. I don't know. Uh, I, didn't, I don't know about the, the worst. I didn't like that TNA game. Oh, that TNA game did suck. And uh, <laughs> uh, 
Triple A. Triple A game kind of sucked too. Those are yeah, those are crappy wrestling games. Um, I never played those. The X Men game for the NES was pretty bad. I'm gonna go. Um, not the. Well, okay. Either it was a really bad game, or I was just really poor at it at playing it. I'm gonna go with Sonic the Hedgehog two for the sake of Game Gear. Could never get past the first boss. I don't know what you had to do. You're on this slope, and there's like a lobster thing at the bottom, and there's bouncing. There's a bouncing ball coming down, and if it hits you, you die. And I could hmm. never get past it. And you have to like time it just right. But you know, since you're on a slope, walking up, it slows you down, and you can't jump over it. And it was, I, I couldn't do it. It was just, it, I, it was terrible. I but, pretty um, much hate all racing games too. I'm always yeah, like, fuck I'm racing, racing games. Game. Yeah, fuck car games, fuck racing games. I don't like it. And uh, there are a lot of fighting games that I'm not good at. Like I remember one day I went and I, I'm not good at them, but I, there's a lot that I'm not good at. But I love pretty much all fighting games. It's like I went and bought Street Fighter Four, and I brought it back the, that that same day. I came it's and played, game. and I was yeah. And it's just that I'm not good at those kind of games. If you if but, you get in the if you get in the like training mode tutorials like they'll teach you all the combos or they'll teach you say, a lot the of way, basic. They're coming out with shit. a newer uh, version of another version of Street Fighter Four. <laughs> yeah, with more characters. And I more thought stages. Super like Super Street Fighter Four or whatever is already out, isn't it? There's there's gonna be there's one. Another one. There's uh, gonna be another one. There was an arcade one with uh, Turbo. More now there's gonna be another. I don't know more characters and just stupid. So uh yeah so there you go so as far as movies for me. It would be uh, the man with the iron fists. So uh, it's supposed to be a movie that was a letdown or as a pleasant surprise. A pleasant surprise. Like you got dragged into a movie and it was just like, God, oh, this is gonna suck. And then you. If I'm dragged in. I'm usually like fucking pissed off. It's usually not like a. Oh, okay. My girlfriends, like past girlfriends, always drag me to like horror movies because I don't like horror movies. Mm-hmm. Those are always terrible experiences for me. Yeah. I can't. Th- I don't know if I've ever been pleasantly surprised. Hmm. I'm sure that I have. Or okay, how about one where you walked out going, okay, that wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. I mean, I'm pretty much in the same mood. Yeah. Oh, pleasantly surprised. Yeah. Unbreakable. Yeah. With uh, Samuel Jackson, Bruce Willis. I didn't know. Uh, my, a lot of people don't like that movie, but I ended up really enjoying it. And we went. In, I went in with a group of friends, and we didn't know the backstory. We just kind of like saw a trailer that was pretty I don't want to say elusive but it pretty much like didn't like set up what the story was really about so much and mm-hmm. uh, I didn't know that it was so tied to like comics and like superpowers and I ended up really enjoying it um, yeah pleasant, pleasant surprise I'm going to go with Unbreakable I don't know who made it but it's got Samuel Jackson and Bruce Willis Unbreakable All right. ah. I answered a question there you go anything Tyler I don't, don't have anything alright nothing so, comes um, to mind Thomas does say, P.S. Happy birthday, Doug. Hope you had an awesome time. Hey, thank you very much. Happy birthday. Drop that ass for uh, me. Uh. Drop that ass. Happy, <laughs> happy birthday. Drop we got to see you dead ass. Next question coming to us from Seth Rickson saying, while I had mentioned that I felt like that Kali would be a perfect fit for a fourth member of The Shield, after watching Raw this week, I feel that I misjudged uh, his optimal spot on the roster since, since Batista is going to be leaving the WWE soon to promote Guardians of the Galaxy, how would you guys feel about Kali taking his place on Evo- in Evolution? Do you feel that Kali could fill those skinny jeans and reignite Evolution? Yes, book events. <laughs> Do it. Doesn't matter what I say. I'm outvoted. So uh, they there can you make go. a big pair of skinny jeans. Like you that? you can say your opinion. You'll just be wrong. Okay. 
But what if I said what if I said it's a great idea? Would I be wrong? Probably, then we'll see the error in our own ways. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm still going to say that's a terrible idea. Yeah, Unbreakable was directed by M. Night Shyamalan. What a Un- twist. Unbreakable Mike Logan. So, uh, thank you for the question, I guess. So, You're the, uh, mullet. You're next, the mullet. Next question coming to us from Ben, our WNS Ben, our buddy, saying, uh, so what's Tyler's fax number? I'm not going to tell you. Well, okay, oh. well, I don't fucking know. It's on my card, <laughs> but I don't... F- you have a card and you don't even know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll look it up. One nine hundred butthole. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you for the question, Ben. Uh, next question coming to us from Mister LPH is good from YouTube saying good episode. That's gotta spell something, right? There's no question mark. <laughs> Mister Luffs is good. Mister Luff is good. Uh, saying good episode, guys. I got one question for you. Do you think that Mr. WWE? LPH is good? That's what I said. Mister LPH is good. Oh, fuck. <laughs> So, uh, I got one question for you. Do you think that the WWE could do a Randy Orton, John Cena, and Batista feud? And how would that play out? And yes, more Legends House. Uh, no, I don't think that they could run that and get away with it because I think the fans would shit all over it. <laughs> yeah, they would. Yeah. There's no one they would cheer for. So, uh, unless you turn Cena heel, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, you know what? Fuck that. I hope Cena turns heel and he joins the Wyatt family and he supersedes Bray Wyatt and he becomes the leader of the Wyatt's just so everyone can be like, get that heel turn they want and be like, this fucking sucks at run Bray Wyatt. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. So if you see the turns heel, I want him to lead the Wyatt family. Leader of the pack. So thank you for the question. Uh, next one coming to us from Ben Fold saying, Drown is slowly <laughs> off the coast. <laughs> and I'm heading nowhere. <laughs> Hey guys, just wanted to say thanks for reading out my feedback. You guys are awesome. And so is this episode, like all of them. Uh, Do you think more reality shows like Total Divas and Legends House will be made? And if so, uh, what would they be? Anyways, have a good show as always. And sadly, I am not the singer Ben Fold. But thanks for the joke anyway, Doug. Thanks guys and can't wait till the next episode. Thanks Uh, thanks for listening and sorry I didn't do it. He's rocking the suburb. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just like Michael Jackson did. He's rocking the suburbs. So do you, Except that he was talented. Do you think uh, more reality yes. shows are on the way? Yes, I do think more shows like Total Divas and Legends House are on the way because they are cheap reality. to make and they are needing to fill uh, programming and they're mm-hmm. cheap to make. They do it in-house. So I do think it's on the way as far as what? I don't know. I mean, more stuff along those lines. I mean, How about you, Tyler? Yeah, I agree. I think it's inevitable. Uh, it's going to end up being like... Seeing the success of Total Divas. It's going to end up being like uh, MTV where they just stop showing wrestling and it's all only reality shows. And then people can be like, WWE used to be good when they showed wrestling. Yeah, and then they're going to be like, we need WWE 2 or something. And yeah, whatever. Show WWE superstars making music videos. Yeah. WWE Trace. <laughs> Trace. <laughs> yeah. All Lucha all the MTV, time. MTV, oh, no, I mean, uh, WWE Network uh, Hits. Like MTV hits. God. So uh, next question coming to us from Jacob saying, hey, guys, great shows. I'm also an OG listener since 2011. What? what? But this is the first time I'm commenting, even though the podcasts are getting quite lengthy. Hashtag B plus penis. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) so weird. (laughs) They are still entertaining as hell and fly right by. It also helps that I agree with most of what you all say. If you guys could fix any wrestling angle from the past, which one would it be, and how would you fix it? 
Ah, Mr. Fixit. Uh, sickles. Wrestling angles of past. Well, what's the question? If you could fix any wrestling angle from the past, what would it be and how would you fix it? <clears throat> Two come to mind for me. Um, one would be the Stone Cold Steve Austin heel turn. And he, he said this uh, numerous times on his DVDs, you know, progressing his career. Um, he would have never shaken McMahon's hand and, uh, and hugged him and all that. Uh, whenever he did the heel turn at WrestleMania, uh, he would have just turned heel, and that would have been it. Uh, he felt like uh, doing, like siding with McMahon, only you know ruined his heel turn. Uh, the other thing I would probably change would be when Punk won the WWE Championship uh, at Money in the Bank, and he came back like two weeks later. Like I would have held off on that, you know, um, but they decided to not do it. I guess they were worried about ratings or something like that and brought him back sooner, but they could have, they could have done a lot better stuff with that. And I think we even talked about that, like, you know, bringing a camera crew to a local gymnasium and have him wrestle a match there or something like that. Just anything, uh, really. Uh, I would make the, uh, Nexus more dominant. <laughs> yeah. The new Nexus or the original Nexus? Original. Uh, they, yeah, the original, original angle was super hot that one week and that they one fucked night, it up like immediately. One night. Mm -hmm. Well, I don't know. I don't know if it was that one night because well, they also did some uh hot stuff at the uh uh was it FCW? They brought them to FCW or they did some stuff with the no yeah. They got because they brought some of the, their teachers in or whatever for mm. FCW and they I I my recollection, my remember, my memory. memory of it is that they fucked it up after the, the first night was super awesome and they fucked it up immediately. But I don't remember how they fucked it up. Yeah, they just didn't keep the the push on them. Like I know they destroyed like McMahon and they destroyed a lot of other you know like wrestlers and stuff. But you know it 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 fell flat so fast and then they started just getting rid of people. You know, like they cut out Tarver, they cut out you know um, Darren Young and all that. Michael Tarver, nice guy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, very nice. Um, Give uh, Mike Adamley more of a chance. No, yeah. sorry. Okay, when, sorry. Well, that's my response to your, you know, change. I would not do that. Uh, <laughs> would you guys change the outcome of WrestleMania 30 with uh, Brock Lesnar and the Undertaker? Uh, I I don't have a problem with the finish. I have the problem with the guy. Like, uh, yeah, I think that. The, there's someone could have capitalized. Like if they would have done it at 31 with someone else, they could have done it at 30 with someone else. Yeah, that's true too. Uh, I mean, I get that they sounds like what we're hearing like weeks later is that they changed it like just like less than a week before they changed the finish. Mm. So I don't know. I think you. I don't know, man. I don't know. I, would I change it if I? Yeah, I mean, I would change the finish. Okay. Or would you change the opponent altogether? Yeah, I mean, I would change the, the okay. opponent. All right. I mean, cool. I, even, even if he didn't, like, uh, I would have let him ride out over Brock. Yeah. Because I, he, even if this was his last opponent, I would have still let him ride out high over Brock because I don't think that Brock has much. Brock's as over as he's going to be. I don't think he's gonna, he's got much to gain off of it. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that giving 
the streak to Brock. I don't think they're going to do enough to capitalize off of Brock having the streak. Yeah. I mean, where has he been since then? You know? Yeah, and you can sell streak DVDs for the rest of your fucking company's like, life. I think it's a better mm-hmm. business decision. I think there's someone else would have been... The ultimate streak edition. Yes. Someone featuring all 22 matches. Sure. And the Undertaker. Someone else could have capitalized off it more. God. And I say that as a Brock Lesnar fan, and I think he's been fucking awesome the whole time he's been there. Yeah. So there you go. Thanks for the question. Um, let's see... Oh, yeah. Here we go. Next question coming to us from Ben saying, not WNS Ben, but a different Ben, uh, saying, hey, guys, great show this week. It was the first one other than the WrestleMania review show that I've been able to listen to in a long time due to my new promotion at work. Unbreak my heart, Ben. Say you'll <laughs> love me again. <laughs> but congratulations um, on the uh, on the promotion. Uh, but Ben does have a quick question. What are your overall thoughts on Alexander Rusev? Do you think he has potential uh, or his one or he is or is he one of uh, Triple H's and Vince's flavor of the month? Keep up the great work, guys. I do think he has potential. I like what limited amount I've seen. Uh, I think he needs a different and finisher. That limited though. amount being Lana. Nope. Okay. Nope. All right. Whatever. Nope. I don't think he needs a new finisher though. Yeah. What would you What would you go with? What would you recommend? Uh, something uh, high impact and not just bear hug. Yeah. No. I mean, I like how, you know, like when he comes out and the music and stuff like that, and I like how Lana, like, controls him, though. Mm-hmm. And I want, I do want to see more of him, but, like, I don't know. There's part I just don't like. I don't know. I guess it's... Emotionless? <laughs> no, it's not that. Uh, but I guess I just... I guess I want to see more of him in the ring. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, everyone has potential. It's just a matter of what will they do with him once this... You know, monster, you know, squashing ends. You know, uh, like is he going to become another comedy shtick like they did with uh, Vladimir Kozlov? You know, like where are they going to go with it? So uh, that's the biggest problem is keeping the momentum. So, uh, but thank you for the question. Next question coming to us from Hugh saying, uh, question for the team uh, with all the new talent coming in, um, if you guys had to cut five guys from the active roster, who would it be? That's toughy. I think it's a cop-out to say, like, JTG and Zach Ryder. <laughs> I'm being honest. I think it's yeah. a cop-out to say that these guys aren't being used. I think it's, like, mm-hmm. it's a it's a cop-out. Don't pick them. Pick guys who've – well, he said active – Let's first, let's define active roster members. Been used within the last six months. <laughs> if they've been on TV at Mania or since. Like, if they were in the Battle Royal, they count. They're up, right? Well, that includes Zack Ryder and Yoshitatsu. Yeah. And- All right, let's say if they've been on TV – I don't know. What's a you kind of have to define it, right? Cuz I think Yeah. And there are some people who have been going back to NXT right. like uh Brodus Clay. Um I guess just pick whoever you want, but I personally think it's a cop out to pick like a JDG or something. Right. But uh <sighs> I don't know. It's they're finding different stuff for other people. You know, like, where's Justin? What's Justin Gabriel been doing? What is RVD? I cut RVD. He's yeah. old. He's stale. He hasn't changed anything about his gimmick, his moveset, his character, his look in years and years and years. Uh, he's gone. Um, but would that portray into the, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it kind of thing? Uh, I sure as fuck he, don't think it's fixed. I mean, because he still, <laughs> I mean, he still gets over with the crowd, you know, in a limited sense. I yeah. mean, I mean, you parade him out after he's been gone for months. I mean, he's, yeah. he gets a nostalgia pop, and uh, I don't think anyone's been super high on his his 
his matches with Cesaro and yeah. I don't know. I the, it's my list, bro. I'm cutting RVD. Okay, he's well, gone. Hey, I'm Fuck just RVD. No. All right, no, I'm just, I'm just uh, making sure. Yeah, RVD is gone. I'm this just, is a man's life you're tampering hey, with here. I, RVD does not seem like an extravagant liver. I think he <laughs> saved his mo- liver. I don't think he's lived extravagantly. I think he saved his money. He's like a punker. He smoked that money. Yeah. Well, that's all he spends his money on his pot. So <laughs> and new tights. And I know he's starting a comic shop or something. So he's definitely not making any money off of that. Uh, outlaws. They're more backstage now, but I get what you're saying. Uh, I cut RVD. I think you either cut Kane or Big Show. I think they effectively fill the same spot. They're a monster when you want them to be. They're Kane. a joke when you want them to be. I pick and Kane. Uh, you plug and play whenever you want. So I think you either pick Big Show or Kane for that spot. Okay. Because, I mean, do you feel like they effectively serve the same role? Yeah. Same with Kali. Sort of redundant. Well, Kali's a cop-out. And <laughs> don't question Kali. <laughs> Uh, I mean, if you if you if you want to cut Kali, that's cool. I just think it's a cop out. I wouldn't. I'm yeah. gonna pick guys who actually uh, is actually like, you know. What about someone like Mysterio, who's been injured lately? Came back for like two weeks, got injured again. Yeah, I I don't qualify as someone's been on TV. Or he was at the. I mean, he's in the the Thirty Man, right? Yeah, hasn't been on TV since. Before that, he hadn't been on TV really either. Because he was coming back from an injury. Yeah, I mean, he could be gone, but I think he's sort of like a. I think, I think he's a perfectly good pick to cut, but uh, not because I don't like him. By the way, I love right. the guy, but uh, it's just I think it's kind of you a have cop to start out thinking about his safety and and all that. He's not gonna. He's not. He's treated just like another schlub on the roster, mm-hmm. so he's not getting anything out of it. So I don't see why they would keep him. He's not my pick. I'm gonna pick. I'm going with RVD is one of my guys. Uh, would you cut Kane or Big Show? I need Kane. 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 All right. I'll cut. I'll cut Nothing RVD. Him, yeah. His only redeeming qualities to me is his female and stuff. Yeah. Uh, so I'm cutting RVD. I'm cutting Kane. I'm gonna cut Kofi Kingston. Uh, I know that Kofi Kingston is like someone who's over with the crowd, mm-hmm. but uh, basically, I mean, he's over with a certain section he's of the crowd. The boom boom what guy. about uh, Barrett? Uh, I think there's an upside to Barrett. It's not the it's not something that I like, but I think there is an upside to him. I think Kofi has devolved into the guy who does the spot fest, the, the spot in the Rumble match or the the Battle Royal, and he has no. I don't see any upward mobility left in the guy. What about uh? I mean, he's an athletic guy, but I I don't particularly care for his style, and I like I haven't seen him make any momentum. Any know. Uh, divas? Um, Oksana. I mean, yeah, that's kind of. I that almost feels cheap. We, have, we need a whole out. new list for that. <laughs> um, yeah, go on your top ten or something. <laughs> I, I just don't see Kofi as a, ever moving up in the card, and I feel like they got other guys who can fill, who can. I mean, Kofi's calling card is that one spot every Royal Rumble or yeah. Battle Royal. How's he going to get back to the ring? That's it, though. I mean, yep. Uh, What's he going to do with the ladder? Yeah, I will cut Kofi, Kane. <laughs> RVD, um, Curtis Axel. I just don't see anything in him. Mm. Um, I mean, there are guys who I don't, who know, I don't have a lot of love for, like your Cody's or your Sandals. But I at least see like them as like upper mid card guys. I don't see them as main eventers, but I see like some uh, use for them in the mid card. I don't see a lot for Curtis Axel, other than being the dumb jock in the, the thing we were talking about last week. But uh. So I'll cut Curtis Axel, Kofi, RVD, Kane. Who's a fifth? 
You guys aren't even helping me. God damn it. Hey, I throw things out there. <laughs> I throw out Mysterio. I see you're cutting Kali and Mysterio. Is that your guys? Those would be two, yeah. I would think. Hmm. I know. I know. People, I bet there are people like yelling in their like earbuds right now. What the fuck? About, Dolph? about Kofi. Dolph Ziggler. Nah, I think there's an upside to Dolph. I mean, there there are ways. He's to over with them. the crowd really well. I mean, he's he has no momentum whatsoever, but he's not just a. Boom, he's boom, not. Guy. I mean, he's not just the the battle royal spot guy. I mean, that's all Kofi. Is he's the bump guy. Oh man. Ah uh, shit. I, I kind of feel like we should try and like get one man of enter and be like one guy should be like Orton. He's pretty still, but uh, I, I just know. think he's done just about all that he's going to be able to do. I don't see any. There's no range left in his character. He yeah. does what he does, right? Yeah. But I would see. But I see Orton as like as like a gatekeeper. I can see him as like an upper mid card heel. I think he has value there, right? Mm. Not in the not necessarily not in the main event scene, but as a as a stepping stone to the main event to scene. get to this to this platform, you have to go through me because yeah. he has credibility. You know, whatever. I think he has value. The work with Kofi. <laughs> I think well, he has value there. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> we could just say we named a bunch of people and give up. Yeah, there's yeah. a bunch of people. Take it for what All you right. will. So, uh, but thank you for the question. Sorry, uh, next question coming to us from Alan, our podcast winner, prize pack winner of this week, saying, "Hey guys, great episode. I actually have a question this time around." If they do a second season of Legends House, who would you like to see on there? Keep up the great work. I can make... Okay, mine would be the super trash... It's already trash TV, but it's like very... (laughs) It's very like gentle trash TV. Like, I would have like the Jerry Springer version of trash TV because I'm going to make some fucking money on this. Okay, first off, (laughs) how the fuck is Ric Flair not in Legends House? (laughs) Because he's Ric fucking Flair. Period. In the story, not much else to say. Sheiky baby, how the fuck is he not in Legend House? Because I thought baby. he was in it. Didn't they yeah. make it seem like he was gonna be? Yeah. yeah. Maybe I guess he they, like uh, shows up mid season, right? Maybe. <laughs> Flair, Sheiky baby, Michael P.S. Hayes, because he's fucking Michael P.S. Hayes. Um, one of the greatest talkers of all time, baby, Dusty Rhodes. Dusty Rhodes is definitely on there because I love Dusty Rhodes and I'll watch <laughs> anything he does. He can talk. So Flair, Sheiky baby, P.S. Hayes. Um, I said Dusty, right? Yeah, Dusty. That's four. They're eight, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think so. I'm gonna say there should be some women on the show, uh, just because I think it fits like the real world type format, and just because for diversity, there should be right. women on the show, right? So I will say, um, I'll say Missy Hyatt, and I will say Sunny. <laughs> you like you liking the vibe of my show, right? <laughs> you liking that? What's that six? But, but all this bad behavior is going on, right? Yes. So you definitely need someone like Million Dollar Man who's like a born-again Christian to be, oh a, my God. to be offended by everything else that's happening. <laughs> so I got Flair because he's Flair. Sheiky Baby because he's Sheiky Baby. P.S. Hayes because he's Michael P.S. fucking Hayes. Dusty Rhodes because he's the fucking American Dream Baby. I got uh, Timmy Lincoln. Well, Sonny. I got uh, Missy Hyatt. That's seven. I got... Is that Seven. Six. Six. Oh, million dollar million man. Million dollar man. Seven. seven. I need one. I need you one more. Guy. Have to have seven. JR. That's, that's a good fucking cast, right? Come on. Yeah. You got all your fucking I'd people watch. behaving badly, and then you got million dollar man to be like, "What the fuck is wrong?" <laughs> people, right? Are you guys out of your minds? Fuck yeah! I'll say that's my seven. All right. I can't keep it. That's a good crowd. Okay. I'd watch that. 
Anyone you'd add to it, uh, Tyler? I mean, I don't know. I'll, what about throwing Jr. Jr. Okay. You get. You got to have that one announcer guy there. Good God Almighty, broke that. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah. Thank you for the question, Alan. Final question tonight coming to us from Hugh. Uh, different Hugh, yes. Different spelling too. Uh, great show. I've listened since July of 2012. Won a shirt from you guys uh, way back. So thanks for that. Also, if you guys had to pick any member of the Hounds of Justice, meaning the Shield, to win the WWE title from Brian at a later date, who would you choose? Great show. Long may it continue. Thanks for the shirt. The shirt. Hmm. I don't so know. I, I I like all the guys. Yeah. I think there's you could no- pick really right. anyone, and you know it'd be a solid one. It would be a good matchup, right? Um, and two, you know, all three have the potential. I don't really see a downside in the team so far. I mean, mm-hmm. um, Roman is still really green, and he's he's not okay. That's an exaggeration. He's not still really green. He's still kind of green, and he's still being pretty protected. Mm-hmm. Uh, but even like st- this week's promo. Yeah, but there's still a big upside to him. You know? Yeah, I think you can fucking pick any of those guys, and it'll be all right. It's, I mean, you can do names out of a hat. So, <laughs> but is there anyone in particular? Um, I'll say. I'll say Ambrose because I see him working as the best heel, and I see. I still see Brian's best spot as a, a fiery underdog babyface. Yeah. So I think they, and the mic work right. would be really good, too, between them. So, yeah, so there you go. So uh, thank you for the questions. Make sure to submit your questions on our YouTube page, WNS Video, or Facebook page, WNS Podcast. Check us out on WrestlingNewsSource.com, WrestlingNewsSource.com on Facebook, and subscribe to us on iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast. Subscribe and leave us a comment if you enjoy the show. We certainly appreciate that. Check us out on Beyond Pod, Player.fm, and Stitcher. Search Wrestling News Source Podcast to find us. <clears throat> oh, the main site's on Twitter at WN Source. We're at WNS Podcast. Daniel at WNS underscore Daniel Tyler, Tyler underscore Aber. <sighs> there you go. So, uh, another long show for you guys. Hope you all enjoyed it. Happy birthday, Doug. Thank you, guys. Appreciate that. Thanks so, uh, for all the. Uh, uh, if you're a listener and you send some wishes my way, I appreciate that. It means a lot. Thank you very much. Very cool. So uh, so there you go. For the podcast crew, I am Daniel Heron. I'm Tyler Hebert. I'm fucking Doug, motherfucker. <laughs> we'll catch you all um, sorry, next I'm week. Doug. We'll catch you all next week. Ah!